This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Tuesday, January 19th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Federal authorities arrested a woman whose former romantic partner says she took a laptop from House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's office during the riot at the U.S. Capitol earlier this month. Riley June Williams was arrested Monday, according to a Justice Department official. The FBI said in an arrest warrant Sunday that Williams hasn't been charged with the theft, but only with illegally entering the Capitol and with disorderly conduct. FBI officials said a caller claiming to be an ex of Williams said friends of hers showed him a video of her taking a laptop computer or hard drive from Pelosi's office. The caller alleged that she intended to send the device to a friend in Russia who planned to sell it to the country's foreign intelligence service, but that plan fell through and she either has the device or destroyed it. The FBI says the matter remains under investigation. Pelosi's deputy chief of staff, Drew Hamill, confirmed January 8th that a laptop was taken from a conference room but said it was a laptop that was only used for presentations. Williams' mother, who lives with her in Harrisburg, uh, told reporters that her daughter had taken a sudden interest in President Donald Trump's politics and far-right message boards. Her father, who lives in Camp Hill, told local law enforcement that he and his daughter went to Washington on the day of the protest but didn't stay together, meeting up uh, later to return to Harrisburg, the FBI said. Williams' mother told local law enforcement that her daughter packed a bag and left before she was arrested, saying she would be gone for a couple of weeks. She also changed her phone number and deleted a number of social media accounts, the FBI said. The U.S. Capitol complex temporarily locked down Monday during a rehearsal for President-elect Joe Biden's inauguration after a fire in a homeless encampment several blocks south sent a plume of smoke into the air and raised security concerns. But law enforcement officials said there was no threat to the public and the fire was not believed to be a threat to the inauguration. The evacuation of some participants in the lockdown were ordered by the acting chief of of the United States Capitol Police out of an abundance of caution, officials said. Biden was not participating in this rehearsal. A woman living in a tent in the 100 block of H Street was hurt by the fire involving propane. D.C. Fire and EMS said her injuries were not believed to be life-threatening, and she declined to be taken to the hospital. Officials requested assistance from the Red Cross. The January 6th riot at the Capitol by supporters of President Donald Trump prompted anxiety and massive security concerns about the inauguration on Wednesday. The Secret Service increased security in and around the Capitol a week early in preparation and a large portion of uh, downtown D.C. is essentially on lockdown. Streets are blocked, high fencing was installed, and tens uh, tens of thousands of National Guard and other law enforcement officers are stationed around the area. U.S. Capitol Police shut down the entire Capitol complex yesterday and issued a security warning at 10.25 a.m. The lockdown was lifted and the all-clear was given at 11.25 a.m. There is still no estimated time frame for delayed package deliveries. The United States Postal Service acknowledges packages are arriving later than expected, but customers say some of them aren't arriving at all still. Mm. The USPS spokesperson said the Philadelphia processing plant hired more than 280 employees for the holiday season and emphasizes they're experiencing significant volume increases due to COVID-19. Adding insult to injury, UPS and FedEx stopped accepting packages from major retailers, creating a bottleneck at the post office. Uh, The post office got dumped 6 million packages a day, more than they had capacity to, and that creates a huge choking effect on the network, said the president of Ship Matrix. A package, uh, and packages are falling off the conveyor belt and getting stuck in places, and it's taking days to locate those. Have you ever seen that guy from Ship Matrix? He always offers you a red and blue pill. <laughs> it's the wildest <laughs> thing. 
According to Ship Matrix, a company that tracks packages, the Philadelphia USPS was doing well the first few weeks of the holiday season. However, in the final week of Christmas into the new year, their performance dropped from 93% to 50%, and they're saying that's likely due to employees contracting the coronavirus. Ship Matrix reported that the Philadelphia processing plant resources uh, include fully operational parcel sorting equipment that can process 5,000 to 9,000 packages per hour, and the facility makes over 450 inbound and outbound trips daily. The Postal Service is keeping additional employees hired through the end of March to try to clear up the delayed packages. However, a time frame was not given for when people could receive their packages. In sports this morning. The Flyers suffered a bad home loss to the Sabres, losing 6-1 to one last night at the Wells what Fargo the Center. The Flyers hadn't allowed six or more goals in 35 home games last season. They did so in Game 3 of their 2020-21 season. They'll get another chance tonight as they play the Sabres again at 7 o'clock. The Sixers are off until tomorrow, and they'll host the Celtics at 7 o'clock. And the Eagles' head coaching search is ongoing. Buzz continues to grow around Josh McDaniels, who is the offensive coordinator for the Patriots. He met with the Eagles for a lengthy interview in Palm Beach, Florida on Sunday. Another candidate, defensive coordinator for the Buccaneers, Todd Bowles, had a meeting with the Eagles on Monday. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right. Thank you very much, Kathy. Welcome to Tuesday, everyone. And Tuesday's mean tattoos. We have a chance for you to win the press and Steve tattoos. So text word tattoo to 39333. And you just might be the recipient of a $350 gift certificate for floating world tattoo and piercing there on South Street. You can check them out online. And see all the artwork. But send that over now. And that's not the only thing we have your chance to win today. It's Return to No Sad Dough. Yes. We're back at it again. Seven times today your chance to win 500 bucks. We'll start that at 8. And then we do it again at 10. And then it's on the even hours until we get to 8 p.m. So listen up. Make sure you l- hear the word and text it and do all the proper things you need to do. And I'll tell you how to do that when we get to that time. So that will be happening this morning. And we also have stopping by this morning, uh, Visit Philly, uh, Twisted Ginger's Brewing is stopping by. They're out of Roxborough. Oh, cool. And uh, you can check out this really cool uh, video that uh, Marissa and company did uh, for this uh, craft brew trail that uh, that is taking place. And that's in conjunction with this uh, this appearance. So uh, they'll be stopping in. And by the way, Marissa's microphone yeah, is I'll, not Yeah, I'll on. fix that. We'll fix that. All right, Marissa's going to be in the studio. Michael Farts is out today. He's not he feeling is. well. He doesn't have the COVID, no. uh, but he's not going to be here nonetheless because we don't want to get anything. Yeah, no, no. So, uh, so Marissa's going to be filling in the studio. Uh, so we have that and more taking place during the program today. Let's go ahead and break. What the hell? Wow. <laughs> Let's go ahead. Dance party. And break. It was the sports music. But you know what? It's almost at the end here. There's only about five seconds. Let's, play it out. Let's let it wrap up. I don't know what that is. There's nothing on. There's nothing on here. All right, so we'll take a break. Come back in a second. The stupid question, the entertainment oh, thing sucks. Entertainment <laughs> report and more. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Facebook, Twitter, you know, the usual places. Steven's brand new deep navy blue and sparkling 24 karat gold dipped 
Twinkle, twinkle rose is here. Don't miss out. Imagine the blue color of the sky just before the sun sets when you can start to see all the stars sparkling in the night sky. See Stephen's exclusive Twinkle, Twinkle Rose now at IHateStevenSinger.com. Real jewelers, real roses with a real lifetime guarantee. Ship fast and free. Check out the entire collection of Stephen's famous roses starting at only $59. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, let's uh, ask a stupid question, give away a prize. We have a digital download of the hilarious romantic comedy Sister of the Groom. And the question that I ask is, who knighted Mick Jagger? Yeah. Which member of the royal family? 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know who did that. Who knighted Mick Jagger? I'm a knight. 215-263-WMMR. Tuesday, January 19th. Uh, we'll start with some birthdays. Uh, we're going to begin with Desi Arnaz Jr. And I do have some Lucille uh, Ball and uh, Desi Arnaz news coming up a little bit, news. bit later on. But he <laughs> was, um, Desi Arnaz Jr. was featured from time to time on their TV shows. and or uh, Well, I guess, yeah, on, on uh, I Love Lucy. In fact, he was the very first cover of TV Guide. Yeah. Was him. It was a huge thing yeah. when Lucy got pregnant. And they had to dance around the verbiage when they described everything mm-hmm. because you know they didn't have sex. It was an immaculate conception. Yes, of course. And uh, uh, but that was that was little yeah. Ricky. Yeah, and uh, got it. and went on from that. And then obviously they had a, a, a daughter as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, wow. So he was also the. You yeah. remember he was the object of um, lust from Marsha Brady. Do you remember that? She wanted to be oh. Mrs. Desi Arnaz Jr. Oh, my God. No, I don't remember yeah. that. Oh, yeah. She was, she wow. was, she was a slug. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she did have a lot of guys that she liked. It was yes, also her Donny dentist. Osmond, right? Dent- well, not, not, maybe not Donny Osmond. It was, it was Davy Jones. Davy Jones. Jones. Right. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. And her, her dentist. I her dentist, about that too, Dr. Right. Groovy. Was it? That was his name. Oh That's what she called him, Doctor Groovy. Wow. Uh, Desi Arnaz Jr. is sixty-eight wow. years old. Yeah, I know. Uh, hey, it's Sally Parton's birthday yeah! today. Yeah. And it is a milestone birthday for the great Dolly Parton. She is seventy-five years old. Is there anyone that doesn't love her? She's just the best. She's I, the best. Can't be bastards, perhaps, <laughs> because she's not only that. You take away the flash and all that stuff, which she's very funny about. She goes, she, "It costs a lot to look this cheap," is her yes. famous line. <laughs> yes, uh, but. What a juggernaut when it comes to songwriting and musical capability. Yeah. Unbelievable. Absolutely. And she's a, a philanthropist. And yes. She's, just, she's excellent. What Bot- is there? Is there something on, There's yeah. something on Netflix about her that we were recently yeah, talking about? Documentary. Yeah. yeah. Is it's, it Netflix? Yeah. It's really good. Yeah, I yeah. have to watch it because I love her. This song in particular, My Jaw Drop, she talks about playing her fingernails. Because she was like, she literally wrote this song as the movie was going along. And she's like, oh, I was just sitting there one day and I was kind of clicking my nails. Mine are, do not click like hers. And she's like, oh, that kind of sounds like a typewriter. I'll just play my nails. Oh, really? Oh my yeah. God. Okay. Wow. All right. And it was a huge hit. Number one hit from what I understand, if, if I recall yeah. correctly. Yeah. So she's had a, a few of those. Dolly celebrates her 75th birthday today. She's got her own freaking amusement park. Freaking amusement park. That. We talked to her one time and she, she wasn't there a cover of a... Modern rock song that she had done. 
Oh, uh, Collective Soul, I Collective think she Collective Soul. She did uh, Shine. We, we talked to her. I think and, it was a was cover amazing. of Shine. Yeah. yeah. She's excellent. So, happy birthday, Dolly. Uh, Katie Segal, the uh, star of Married with Children and uh, many other shows and movies throughout the years. Do you know that her, she goes back to, um, she really was a singer first. She was a session singer. I did oh. know that. And that she, she, yeah. A lot yeah. of albums she appears on. Yeah, I'm not, I couldn't tell you yeah. any of them, but I know that she had a, uh, a, a very strong right. musical career to begin with. Oh. And then comedic acting came into her life, and then she handled the drama stuff. Yeah. So she was a singer? No, no she, she was, was a dancer. dancer. Dinks, oh my God. No, she was a singer. Yeah, uh, she's sixty-seven today. Andrea uh, Di Matteo, uh, The Sopranos, and Des- that desperate and Desperate Housewives. It says as well, and Sons of Anarchy. But yeah, for the most part, uh, yeah, The Sopranos. Was she on Desperate Housewives? She was. She had that son who. Uh, I forget the storyline. I think she had a son who was a criminal. There was she was uh, she was from the wrong side of the tracks. That's what I remember. It was she, short-lived, Kathy. Yeah, she oh, is, I do remember. 49 today. Uh, Sean Wayans of the Wayans family, of course, uh, in the color, scary movie, White Chicks. We love the Wayans brothers yep. Yep. and Wh- sisters. White Chicks was one of those ones. I watched it. I had like nothing else to do. I think I was sick. I think I was homesick in yeah. bed and I sick. laughed out loud mm-hmm. like, really? throughout the entire movie. Like it's just so dumb, but they're pretty funny in it. Yeah, I never did see it. Junk food movies. It's a complete junk food movie, but you, you know, they make you laugh. It's kind of how I felt during Hubie uh, Halloween. I was like, I can't believe I'm actually belly laughing at. <laughs> What's the one, li- little little man? Right? Is it the one with the? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. Uh, he's fifty today. Tippy Hedren. Oh my God! The movie The Birds. Mother of Melanie Griffith. Object uh, of uh, Alfred Hitchcock's lust. Mm, she is uh, ninety-one years old today. That movie, The Birds, man, that uh, that terrified my mother. Oh, was, really? Oh, it affected her big time. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Already just a, a somewhat of a fear of birds, but oh, but well, that, there you go. But you add to that, and yeah, it's brilliant directing. It's it's a it's a wonderfully done movie. It's uh, I think the script is the script from. Uh, it's, it's based on a real event. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I think maybe Rod Serling might have written the script based mm. on a a, a a book or a short okay. story, not uh, his. Uh, she's 91 today. Rod Evans, the original lead singer of the band Deep Purple. Uh, so this he would not be singing on this. He sang on Hush and Kentucky Woman. There you go. There's Hush. Uh, so he turns 74 years old today. So I didn't realize that they covered Coolest Shaker. Did they have a song called Hush? They did this. They, uh, they did, did, they did right. a cover they did of that. This version. Yeah, you're right. One... Uh, can you even consider him a one-hit wonder when it's not their hit? Yeah, I think he can. If you get a hit out of it, uh, in they, a way. They had another song. They had one other song. Uh, uh, Man, which was a pretty good tune, and I can't remember what the hell it oh, was. Hash. Uh, <laughs> no, not Hash. Uh, but uh, he is 74 years old today, Rod Evans. Martin Bashir. Bashir. Uh, yeah. That guy. Famously interviewed Michael Jackson. She ruined everything. And uh, cruising along with the little homies. <laughs> and here he comes in. Gets it all up. That was a wild special, man. Well, you know, Bashir himself has has come under uh, criticism and scrutiny. Yeah. And uh, he was thrown off. He had a, he had a show. I forget was it was MSNBC or whatever. Maybe CNN. He got thrown off of that. He's 
He's not the most reputable, but that was some riveting TV. You remember when that special first aired, Preston? Yeah. And we got a peek into Neverland. Yeah. And he was, he's where the zombies are, and he's where my movie theater is. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. And it was it was an eye-opener. We're like, can you believe yeah. what we saw? Okay. You know, that door with all the locks, locks. on the inside of it. And, and then he's sitting there. Because it's, it's okay to share your bed yeah. if you're a single man in the neighborhood with young boys. Yeah, it's the most loving thing most you can do. The most loving thing you can oh. do is to open oh, up oh, your bed, your bed to someone else's children mm-hmm. unsupervised. What could possibly go wrong? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine his, like... Face though, or like being there in that moment when he actually made those comments and trying to keep his cool and well, they, not, yeah. not tip his like, hand. Yeah, like what? Oh, they cut it out, but Bashir did a full blown spit take. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Martin Bashir is fifty eight. By the way, Marissa pulled up uh, the song from Cooler Shaker. It was called "Hey Dude." I remember that song. Good song. And then the last birthday I saw is Logan Lerman, who played Percy Jackson in that series of movies. Also in uh, 310 to Yuma, he was in the movie Fury. He was in uh, three, Fury. three Musketeers. Uh, he turns 29. Wait a second. So he is, he's also in uh, God, um, Love and Monsters, is he? No. that's Who's that? um, Oh, gosh, I forget his name. He is Drunky Whiff Piffle? He's in that Hunter's show on Amazon Prime. That's it. Okay. Yes. So 29 for him today. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question this morning. Who knighted... Uh, Mick Jagger, 215-263-WMMR. Let's go to Oliver. Oliver, good morning. Hey, good morning. All right, who was the member of the royal family who knighted Mick Jagger? Uh, Prince Charles. You are correct, sir. <laughs> Hang on a second, Oliver. We are going to give you a digital download of the hilarious romantic comedy Sister of the Groom, starring Tom Everett Scott and Alicia Silverstone. You can stream it instantly on your smart TV or favorite device with the Redbox app today, and it's rated R from Paramount Pictures. That'd be cool to receive a knighting. To be knighted. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, uh, so let's dive into some of the entertainment stories. The big news today, gang, is that Ben Affleck is a single man once Yeah, again. man. That... He and Anna de Armas have split, according to People Magazine. What happened? Nearly one year after the co-stars were first linked, they've decided to end their relationship. Tell me, do you bleed (laughs) once a month? (laughs) Oh, my God. That's Uh, what did it. Yeah. He went there. Excuse me. Where are your your tampons? Uh, Oh, my God. I'm here for my lady friend. Even if Batman said that to his significant other, she would would rip his nuts off. I'm telling you, even he would. What are you, on the rag? Exactly. Oh, no. What did you say? I didn't didn't say anything. I did like in Batman how they disguised his voice. Great, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was was great. So, what's wrong with you? you What are you on the? What are you? What is your aunt Flo in town? What did you? I didn't say anything. I'm gonna be in the cave. I'll be in the cave. Hi, sweetie. Uh, How are you? He comes crawling back. (laughs) And look, a T-bone steak. Uh, The magazine reports that Anna was the one who had ended things because she didn't want to be based in Los Angeles, which, of course, is where Ben lives. And he wants to stay near his kids. Exactly, Violet, Serafina, and Samuel. Where does she want to live? Does she want to live in Delco? Gotham. I'm not sure where she wants to live. So. the source told People Magazine this is something that is mutual and was completely amicable. They are at different points in their lives. There is deep love and respect there. Ben continues to want to work on himself. They are both happy 
with where they are in their lives. She is just delightful. She's my new favorite. I mean, wow. She is. uh, Preston, did you see the, the sequel, I guess, to Blade Runner? No, I've only seen her in Knives Out. That's it. Okay, so so she's in that, and she's this sort of holographic girlfriend Mm. to Ryan Gosling. And uh, wow. Yeah. Uh, Ben and Anna met on the set of their new movie, Deep Water, in 2020. They filmed the movie in New Orleans, and in February, they were spotted hanging out together off set. It wasn't until early March, though, that fans began suspecting that they could be more than friendly co-stars. I tell you what, why don't you just eat your chocolate, and I'm going to go visit my mother, Martha. (laughs) Uh, Ben was spotted spending time with Anna in her hometown of Havana, Cuba. Havana. And uh, the two also uh, packed on the PDA during a trip to the beach in Costa Rica. I actually thought it seemed fairly substantive, but better that, you know, if it's not working, that's okay. And it seems to be for good reasons. Uh, by the time Ben and Anna returned to the United States, the country was on lockdown amidst the coronavirus pandemic. I'm giving you the, uh, the history. The whole deal. Oh, you got to know it or else you can't make a, a draw a nice conclusion. Uh, for the next several weeks, the hot new couple was basically inseparable as they were photographed out and about on walks a number of times. They weren't shy about kissing in front of the paparazzi and were also seen holding hands and displaying other forms of PDA with no shame. She also got to know Ben's three kids, who, of course, he shares with Jennifer Garner. Oh, they're delightful. Uh, ben and Anna won't be completely out of the water. Others uh, are, are huh? out of each other's lives. I'm sorry, not the water. Their movie, Deep Water, okay. oh. is currently set for an August 2021 release date. 2021. Now, with that, I have news about oh. her hair. Oh. Oh. She has a brand new hairstyle Ooh. right after they broke up. Can I guess? Sure. I wonder if it's because she's playing Marilyn Monroe. Marilyn Monroe. You blonde? No. Oh! It's not a color. It's a cut. She oh. debuted the new look on Sunday in a video message to a friend after splitting from Ben. Her new black bob and, and bangs are a dramatic shift from the shoulder-length locks uh, she's usually seen sporting. Tell and, me, is that a bob? Uh, she she looks. <laughs> is that a bob? <laughs> she looks great with it, as you can imagine. A beautiful woman like her. She as, you imagine. Imagine. as you um, can imagine. As you can imagine. You know, crime and everything. As you can imagine. Looks uh, fantastic, no matter what she has on her head. She's got she a. Uh, oh, I think no, she, she looks, looks great. Horrible. She her face is almost. Um, it, it, there's an app that makes uh, people look like Disney princesses. It's so annoying. And, I hate it. And people yeah. are putting it on their babies. Stop it. Like Your babies baby doesn't enough. need yeah, yeah. a freaking app. Uh, she looks like <laughs> she looks like she has it permanently. It. Yeah. it like makes their eyes super big, super blue or green or whatever color. Their I haven't eyes seen are. this yet. It's, I need oh, to see it's this. freaking annoying. Everyone's using it. Preston. Really? Yeah. I, okay. I've been I've been on a social media. Uh, you know. Uh, yeah, good idea. I've stayed away for at least three, four weeks now, so it's it's the thing, it's the yeah. latest but the, thing. But no app should ever, no filter app, anything should ever be used on your kid. It do, they don't need it. Right, they're already they're adorable. Kids, they're already yeah. adorable. They're That's just adorable. That is as adorable as we will get as human beings. Seriously, yeah, right? don't and, change yeah, that. You don't need. Let me fix this baby. Okay, idiots. Um. So anyhow, <laughs> those two aren't a couple anymore, and she's got a new hairdo. <laughs> Are you okay, Kathy? No, this is me off. <laughs> All right, I was going to save this for the bizarre file, mm-hmm. but it does cross into celebrity territory. Right. And I I saw it yesterday, but then I received it many, many, many times over from other people. 
a vagina-scented candle by Gwyneth Paltrow exploded into flames, yeah. causing an inferno in a woman's living room. Oh. And now it smells like burnt vagina all over the house. Uh, Jody Thompson. That might make you nostalgic, Preston. It might. <laughs> One, the risque product sold by the Hollywood star and wellness guru in an online quiz. The candle is described on Gwyneth's Goop site as funny, gorgeous, sexy, and beautifully unexpected. And deadly. But Jody was taken by surprise after lighting it when a 20-inch flame leapt from the candle and out of the glass jar. <laughs> she said the candle exploded and emitted huge flames with bits flying everywhere. I've never got vagina all over the walls. So let me ask the people with vaginas in this room. Yes. Have you ever had a flame leap out of your private part? Not <laughs> once. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. You meant the lady. I can shoot them out. Right. Oh, <laughs> my God, Kathy. <laughs> it creates great when you're blowing glass. Oh, so this is her vagina. Yes. It, the whole idea was the original Gwyneth Paltrow vagina candle mm-hmm. was supposed to replicate the smell of her own vagina. Now we know it's basically a hand grenade. Uh, she said, I've never seen anything like the whole thing was a blaze and it was too hot to touch. There was an inferno in the room. We eventually got it under control and threw it out the front door. She, know, she was saying that there was another person who purchased her, uh, this smells like my butthole, Preston, mm-hmm. and the flame was blue. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Uh, this woman had said, uh, it could have burned the place down. It was scary at the time, but funny looking back that Gwyneth's vagina candle exploded in my living room. So she's got to get... Side note, she is reaching like the threshold of plastic surgery. Like she should stop. She should stop now. Oh, really? Yeah. Like she was never, you know, you'd never think of somebody like that. Like the, you know, it's not that obvious, but she's like getting, you know, the eyes are getting pulled back a little now. No kidding. Yeah. So I'm like, I I contact her and say, stop it right now. You know what? You look good. I think Jennifer Aniston's getting there. Is she? I love Jennifer Aniston. She's she's getting sort of Joker mouth. Oh, yeah. Just a little bit. Uh, you know, again, it's hard because in the world that they live, if you yeah. don't get that stuff, yeah. you, you're 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 you know you're out of the running. Well, and she was good. She had the nose early on that she it did. was like everyone right. knew her with the nose. Everyone like knew her with the small nose. nose. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's interesting. I, there was somebody I noticed recently too. I can't remember who it is. If I recall, I'll, I'll tell you. But I, you start to pick up on that, and it's like, mm. stop and, and, it. Look, yeah, exactly. And you wanna. You, you, you want to pull for them. Like, you do. You know, like, uh, you're look, beautiful. I get it. Nobody wants to look older, but you're really, you're, you're going to head down a path and, and you're going to start to augment things a bit too much. And if you do, if you, if you cross a line. It's sad to see it, isn't it? it? Looks, <laughs> and people just let it get away from them. It looks weird. Uh, I'll tell you this. If you look at the new commercial, and, and Jennifer Aniston looks fantastic. There's no okay. choice about it. But if, if you, there's a new commercial where she's for, uh, maybe it's a health drink or something exercise. Uh, but if you look at her, it looks, things are a little overly taut. Is it the one that ends with a real close-up yes. on her face? All right, I need to go back and watch yeah. that again then. I think it's for Aveeno eye cream. Because I saw it. the same okay. thing. It's like a okay. fake Zoom, and she's talking to her doctor and holding the eye cream up. One more thing that bothered me. I'm on a, everybody pissed me off today. Uh, <laughs> Speak it, girl. Bri- Bridgerton. I loved it. But the girl, she's like so young and sweet and innocent looking, except her forehead doesn't move. I was oh, like, really? oh, and they had Botox in the 18th. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because Jennifer Lopez is fed up with the Botox claims, man. Oh, yeah? She's had it. After posting an Instagram video revealing the results of her new J-Lo beauty products, the singer and actress revealed an onslaught of comments accusing her of getting injection treatments and lying about it to her fans. This is ridiculous! Was she saying she hasn't had anything done? Well, here's the deal. So in her video... Mind you, she's pushing this product. So in the video, J-Lo raves about the Limitless Glow Sheet Mask from her new line, 
highlighting its anti-aging effects. And here's what she says. She goes, okay, okay. I just took off the mask. Honestly, I can't even see a line on my face. Oh, I feel like it took 10 years off my face. Sure. No. Okay. Jennifer, how do you look so young? No product ever created, no face mask no, ever no. created takes exactly. 10 years off your face. Well, here's... Thank you, Dr. Herbert and Dr. Nothing going to resuscitate the layer of that. Nothing what? Nothing's going to resuscitate the layer of that. Anybody? I, 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 nope. Okay. No. We'll just say that's okay, J-Lo. Yeah, thanks anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just go sit down. Go in the back cave. <laughs> Replicate. I didn't realize her forehead was as giant as it is. Oh, my God. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny when you talk about people who are this attractive, you know, it's like, and, and uh, they... Uh, well, listen, when you do things it, like this... Become, but they, they're, always, they're always showing themselves off, so we feel the need to be hypercritical. Well, yeah, of course. But so things like this, not that it actually is taking 10 years off of her, but it can, like... <laughs> Because I, I had a treatment done on my face before, and yeah, it's spackled. No, stop it! And it did help with like my forehead wrinkles, and I was like, "This is amazing!" But it lasted for you know a day, maybe right. like a day right, and right. a half. What did and you then have? It fades away. Nothing. It was just a facial, okay. and, and it was like the you know I guess whatever she used, um, you know, it, it kind of plumps your skin and it evens out the skin tone and it makes you look perfect for a day and a half. Which listen, this was the best day and a half of my life. But mm-hmm. <laughs> I never notice. I don't. I mean. <laughs> You you draw attention, but I never like I don't go. Jesus Christ! It's yeah. a billboard on our head. I never notice your forehead. Well, that's yeah. because you're nice, but Preston does. <laughs> I don't notice your forehead. I notice the lines every now See? and then. But you're such a jerk, and he's so nice. <laughs> so anyhow. Uh, while the comment section was filled with uh, people claiming her youthful-looking skin was due to Botox, one comment seemed to bother her the most. It said, "Can I mention?" That the brows and forehead don't move at all when you talk or try to express. You definitely have Botox and tons of it. And it's all good. Just saying, they quick, said. Quick question on this, because they, they put it actually in the commercials for Botox. It can travel yes. when you get the injection, Which correct? is why I won't get it, because it's going to travel to my eye and make me go blind. It, it, what happens? Like, uh... it, it, Botox, once injected, right. doesn't necessarily stay where it's been injected and can travel. It can and travel. And Kathy's saying it could have ramifications if it ended up deadening an eye or something like that. Okay. Is it permanently or... I don't know. You know. <laughs> <laughs> no. wouldn't want to ask with that. Probably on me, it would be permanent. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Lopez wrote a snappy response back to this person shooting down claims, as she always had in the past. She wrote, LOL, that's just my face. Uh, for the 500 millionth time, I've never done Botox or any injectable inject- injectables or surgery, just saying. Really? No. Um, There's no way. Uh, she does have, you know, a very youthful look about her. She, she does. does but she's in great at, shape. But yeah. even in the video that we're watching, she's blinking and nothing is moving. <laughs> like, her forehead's not moving. Well, that's There's her. no way. That's right. Uh, the entrepreneur and her also took the opportunity to include more promo for her skin line care. Yeah, my, it's almost like care it's a, line. Like it's a commercial, right? Uh, yes, she said, "Get some, get, uh, get you some J Lo beauty and feel beautiful in your own skin." Uh, but she didn't just leave it at that. Uh, she also uh, shared another J Lo beauty secret for the snarky commenter. And everyone else reading, she said, "Try spending your time being more positive, kind, and uplifting of others." Who snap? Don't spend your time trying to bring others down. That will keep you youthful and beautiful too. Sending you love. So she said, no man. dice, no dice on the uh, on the Botox. Clean their clocks. Hey, uh, Justin Timberlake is opening up about Phineas, the son that he welcomed last year with Jessica Biel. The pair managed to keep their her pregnancy under wraps. 
Uh, the 39-year-old told Ellen DeGeneres before he told almost anybody else. Ellen had said on the show, now listen, I'd completely forgotten this, but you're a dad again. You had another little child. Uh, they were talking via Zoom. Uh, she said, I think we're, we're FaceTiming. And you said, hey, do you want to know a secret? And then Jessica walked in and you put your hand on her stomach and you were like, we are having a baby. He said, yeah, you're one of the first people outside of the immediate family that we told. We were FaceTiming each other and we said, how you doing? I don't know. How are you doing? And then, of course, they shared the news. Uh, he said uh, she had um, asked him to tell the baby's name and vaguely how old he is. Uh, he said vaguely. All right. Yeah, I'll tell you his name. His name is Phineas. And he's awesome, and he's so cute, and nobody is sleeping, but we're thrilled and couldn't be happier. Very grateful. So I guess they worked on their little thing where he was seen holding hands with some actress or whatever. Yes. That's in the past. Now yep. he's good. Yep. They got Phineas. All is right with the world. Yep. Uh, so they're going to call him uh, Finn, uh, I guess, is uh, for short. So she was in, that's a cool name. Did you see her post? I mean, you'd never know she had a baby. No, I haven't seen the post. We have, uh, we have audio of the birth. There you oh. go. <laughs> Sounds like a yeah. uh, very difficult uh, <laughs> delivery That was it. There. Done. Out. Yep. Uh, let's see. What else I have here for you? Uh, a, a gentleman named David Richardson, veteran writer and showrunner. Uh, he was uh, strongly involved in shows such as The Simpsons, Two and a Half Men, and Malcolm in the Middle. He passed away on Monday at heart failure. He was uh-huh. 65 years old. Jeez. Uh, Richardson, who was a cancer survivor of almost 30 years, began his three-decade uh, three career as a comedy writer on an NBC series called Grand, as well as Zubilee Zoo and the Pat Sajak Show. But he went on to be one of the most successful writer-producers in television, wearing both hats on shows like Empty Nest, The Simpsons, Malcolm in the Middle, Two and a Half Men, most recently adult animated series F is for Family, which just wrapped its fifth and final season on Netflix. Uh, he is survived by his wife and four kids. So, so not familiar with him, but obviously he was a he was a force in the uh, world of uh, writing and producing. He wrote on that Pat, Pat excuse me Pat Sajak variety show. Remember they had him as late time, late night host for a while. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Huh. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Netflix snagged twenty six nominations for the Critics Choice Association Awards, uh, with The Crown and Ozark both landing six nominations. Uh, HBO was next with 22 nods. HBO's Lovecraft had earned five with FX's Mrs. America, What We Do in the Shadows, and Pop TV's S. Creek uh, also grabbing five apiece. I propose a show called The Crow's Ark. The Crown reissued just underlit. Okay. okay, I like um, that. I like that. Um, does anybody? Did anybody watch the Lovecraft Country? I watched. You know who well, loves it uh, is Kevin, Kevin Smith. Smith. I yeah. watched a little bit, and I said, "Okay, uh, let let this run its course, and I'm going to revisit it because, yeah, it was actually pretty cool." Okay, but I didn't want to. I knew stuff is coming along. I want to watch it and be able to watch it multiple episodes at a time and get through it. But it is pretty wild. Is that on Netflix? No, that's that's HBO. Yeah, I've been watching it off of iTunes. Okay. So are, are they rolling it out one at a time? Yeah, there are a number of episodes already out. Okay. So, I, you know, I, I don't know what season they're in. and I don't know if it's wrapping up or what the story is. But I saw a little bit of one episode and I'm like, okay, this is something I could like. You know, sometimes I when I sit down, I know exactly what I'm going to turn on. And then other times I just go, oh, what, what am I going to do? Property Brothers. Yeah, well, dude, I haven't watched HGTV in a while. Huh. Uh, maybe I should sit down and do that for a while because I felt a little... Listless yesterday. Do you know with all you talk about yesterday, Preston, we were talking about mental health and checking, a, doing a wellness check. 
every once in a while hop over to some old crappy show or some yeah. show that you used to love and watch it, and uh, it's it's a nice way to check out for a while. It's not yeah. a bad idea. I ended up watching The Departed, and I, I can't believe Preston. That's a happy show. I can't believe I made you watch that thinking that it was an amazing movie. Oh. It's the Departed? Was, yeah. Hey, it was pretty good. It's a good movie. Uh, man, there's some really weird edits in that movie. I'm like, did that... That actually made it past, like, somebody saw that and said, yeah, that's okay. Yes, Scorsese's known as a sloppy director. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, um... I well, you don't Nick have Murphy to love it. every single thing that he does yeah, if yeah. you're not into it. But, yeah. I mean, just because he's Scorsese. Watch I, the original. Yeah. The, the, the original of Departed? The Departed is based on a, another uh, movie, yeah. Uh, so, I would mentioned uh, Desi Arnaz Jr.'s uh, birthday today. Well, the daughter... Of Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz spoke out on Facebook following backlash over the upcoming biopic Being the Ricardos, which is written and directed by Aaron Sorkin. Uh, Nicole Kidman and Javier Bardem are cast as her parents, and Lucy seems quite pleased. Uh, She said, nobody has to impersonate Lucy Ricardo, nor do the Vitamita Vegemin routine or any of the silly things. It's the story of Lucille Ball, my actual mother, not Lucy Ricardo, yeah. and her husband, Desi Arnaz, my dad, not Ricky Ricardo. So she says, some people are, are you know, they think it's been miscast. But we don't know what kind of story we're going to get yet. So no. hold off and wait and see. And stop and think about um, his Aaron Sorkin's uh, Steve Jobs movie. Yeah. it was. It, they didn't go for someone who looked, Ashton Kutcher probably looks more like S- Steve Jobs' in that version of the movie that he was in, but it was nowhere near as good as the Aaron Sorkin's version. All right, now, has anybody watched Peaky Blinders? I have, a okay. little bit of it. You know, who our, a friend of ours, Steve McLean, loves, recommended the show to and I started watching it a while ago, but I disconnected. Uh, the only reason I thought about it is because Anya Taylor-Joy is in it, uh-huh. and we've had her here. She's, she's awesome. She's yeah. awesome. Did you like it? I did. Okay. I watched, like, two episodes, it and will- then I, again... You know, I have to. The hook really has to sink deeply, yeah. and it didn't. Um, it's going to end after its sixth and final season. But Stephen Knight says that the show will go on in another form. Uh, Knight said in a statement on Monday, "Peaky is back and with a bang." After the enforced production delay due to the COVID pandemic, we find the family in extreme jeopardy, and the stakes have never been higher. Uh, we believe this will be the best series of all, and are sure that our amazing fans will love it. While the TV series will be coming to an end, the story will continue in another form. So they are definitely going to wrap after the sixth season. Army Hammer has apologized after posting a video to his private Instagram account of a woman in lingerie whom he dubbed Miss Cayman. And in a statement, he said, I'd like to clarify that the person in my video, which was stolen from my private Instagram, is not, and then he capitalized, Miss Cayman, meaning a woman who would win a beauty pageant. Right. He said, I'm genuinely sorry for any confusion my foolish attempt at humor may have caused. My deep sympathies to Miss Kamen, who I don't know, and the entire organization, as I had no intentions of implying she was actually Miss Kamen. Uh, this comes after Miss Kamen Islands Universe Committee Chairperson uh, Doree Lee issued a statement saying that the woman is not the reigning Miss Kamen Islands and has no affiliation to the Miss Cayman Islands Universe pageant. Didn't he eat a former Miss Cayman? <laughs> he may have, yeah. for all we know. And, and that's where the confusion. Mm-hmm. All right, and then one last story. This is fun. Steve Martin revealed that he has gotten the COVID vaccine, uh, which is both good and bad. He wrote, good news, bad news. Good news, I just got vaccinated. 
Bad news? I got it because I'm 75. Ha. Uh, The operation in New York City was smooth as silk. Sorry about the cliche, he wrote. And hosted the perfection, hosted perfection by the U.S. Army and National Guard. Thank you all. And thank you, science, he said. So Steve Martin is vaccinated. All right, you ready for clips, guys? Yeah! Let's do them. So the White Tiger follows a determined Indian driver who uses his wit to escape from poverty and rise to the top. And in this clip, star Priyanka Chopra explains why making this film was so important. The class disparity that this movie talks about is the most universal thing um, about this film. Anywhere you go in the world, people are poor and people are rich. And we as people are getting you know, sort of desensitized to things that make us uncomfortable. Velociraptor. <laughs> uh, the White Tiger is available for streaming on Netflix this Friday. This looks uh, slumdog millionaire-ish. Okay. Yeah. Next clip. After the departure of Ruby Rose, Batwoman fi- fans uh, worried that the show would not go on, but it has with a new heroine named Ryan Wilder. Here, star uh, Javicia Leslie, I think that's how you pronounce her name, J-A-V-I-C-I-A. I'm not familiar with her. We'll go with that. Uh, Javicia Le- Leslie talks about the new martial arts skills that she learned in order to play the iconic character. Here we go. Bowstaff was something I had just started before I booked it. So even going more into the Bowstaff world and how, and being able to use it on screen, that takes a lot of work, a lot of uh, practice. And then I had to work on my landing and getting that strong and confident. Shut the f- uh, a new episode of Batwoman airs Sunday at 8 p.m. on CW. That's kind of a weird thing. You had the star of the show, the yeah. main focus of the show, decide to leave after the first season. And they, what do we do now? Well, and then they, they have to, rather than just, you know, switch her out for another actress, they've rewritten a new character. The new character. Now, they basically, the new character, from what I understand, I haven't watched any of the new season, um... You know, there was a plane crash. She finds the costume, and now she's going to try to be Batwoman. I'll be Batwoman. Yeah. All right. And there like Johnny uh, Johnny Bravo. That is right. <laughs> the jacket fan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what we have in the B-File. Uh, not the B-File. That's coming up later. <laughs> right after the B-File, though, we have a Or it, may, it might happen right before, depending on the time. We're going to do the no sad dough. So we are less than an hour away from that in your first chance at winning $500. Nice. Seven opportunities today. That's not the only thing you can win today. You could also win a tattoo from uh, Tattoos Day, and that is from our friends at uh, Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. So text word tattoo to 39333. And we're also going to be doing some giveaways uh, this morning uh, because we have uh, Twisted Gingers Brewing. Uh-huh. Dropping off some goodies for us and some gift cards as well. And I'll tell you more about that as the show progresses. But get yourself set to win some stuff this morning on the program. We're going to take a break, and we will be right back. Make sure that you stay with us this morning. It's MMRs. Uh, there's no sad in your dough, is there? There is not, sir. There is not. Nice. Yeah. I'm awesome now because I've won $500. You have indeed. Robert, what's up? I just won $500. Nice job, my man. $500 with no sad Listen even hours, weekdays. That's 8 and 10 a.m., noon, 2, 4, 6, and 8 p.m. Get the keyword and text it to 45911. Or enter it via WMMR.com or our app to also get qualified for the $10,000 grand prize. No sad 
933 WMMR. Everything that rocks, you guys are awesome. I appreciate that, and I hope the money comes in handy. It will. Thank you very much, sir. See official rules at WMMR.com. I saw this interesting story this morning. It didn't. Uh, it doesn't quite make a whole lot of sense to me, but um, let us help. It talks about uh, being able to communicate with the other side. Oh, oh. as in like a um, someone who is a medium. A medium, or exactly. A, yeah. Uh, Durham University researchers spoke to sixty-five mediums from the Spiritualist National Union. They have a union. Dude. Wow, the mediums have a union. Yeah, there's um, there's this thing on Netflix right now. It's uh, Afterlife or something like that, and um, there's a lot of different aspects to it. And one of the uh, aspects is mediums, and you know, speaking to the dead. And and there are a lot of things that we are unaware of. It's more than just you know people, you know. On the side of the road where you see, you know, psychic readings and stuff like that. There's- I can't stand those roadside mediums. No, no, I know what you're talking about, though. There's, there's, there's a ton of, yes. There's weekend workshops and, oh you know. Oh, my God, yeah. yeah. They, they go, people, yeah. They- okay. So 44% of them reported Pick hearing. Pick up that hitchhiking medium. Uh, hearing voices of the dead on a daily basis. Well, huh. 34% they hear voices with, they've heard voices within the last day. I watched a movie over the weekend. Everyone in that movie is now dead. Oh, really? Yeah, it's from the 30s. Oh, it is? Yeah. Okay, well, the, the, the data shows that uh, people who are prone to immersive mental activities, as well as those who were exposed to an unusual auditory experience early in life, are more likely to uh, to claim to be able to communicate with the deceased. Now, that's what I don't understand, unusual auditory experience, and it's not explained in this particular right. story, and that's what I was curious about. What is an unusual auditory experience? Like so let's unpack and... this, as they use it, that overused mm-hmm. phrase, yeah. unpack this information here. So um, th- the idea is, is that people might be more inclined to hear voices or believe they're communicating with the other side if they've had some sort of anomalous auditory experience. Yeah, two things. If they if they are prone to immersive mental activities, and it doesn't explain so, what that so is So I'm either. assuming something that's like maybe transcendental meditation or something that's very maybe. Uh, uh, mentally taxing. Soul searching or uh, I'm not Like really a mime. Sure. Uh, a mime, okay. It's very taxing. Uh, or unusual auditory experience. Now, when I was younger, I used to describe uh, to a fellow bandmate that I would have what, what I called audio hallucinations. Right. And I don't remember, I just remember that term, and I couldn't tell him exactly, I, I don't remember what I heard. Things. It wasn't like voices speaking to me or anything like that. Not it like was, Alan Ludden saying, I'm going to make you feel so good. No, and why would Alan Ludden <laughs> say that Because he was the host of Password. I know, uh, but yeah. you're going to make me feel I don't feel, know, okay. it's your, it's your <laughs> deranged thing. Yeah, you're the one hallucinating. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I would say something like, did you hear that? And he would say, no, and I'm like, wow, I had an audio hallucination. When you, so when you heard it, would you have heard... At least by your perception, in the room, this voice, you I, don't know. I you don't, can't tell. I don't remember. So, I just remember coming up with that term. and I, can't, I, I think it was more like hearing music or something like that. I remember hearing like a voice speak to me. That. Was it William Hung? No. Okay. Um, uh, that but, would, that, if it were a voice, if I heard a voice in my head, that scream. I would remember. <laughs> okay. That, that would, that would freak me out big time. Well, I, I think that, I think it's the same thing. So the auditory hallucinations, I think are unusual auditory, uh, auditory experiences. So okay. there's so, a, there's, a, there are it, people though, Kathy, it, but it could be like music or it could be voices. So yeah. there are people who would say that, uh, that sometimes 
an auditory hallucination is actually you're actually hearing a communication from the other side. Well, right. That's what these the who, mediums claim. Who here is in the studio has thought, has heard a heard something heard something yeah, absolutely a, a, okay. a, a uh, as they explain here an unusual auditory experience. You yeah. had one before. Yeah, I've heard voices. Really? Yeah. Saying like what? Do you remember? I, you know what, man? I can't remember, and I can't remember. Listen, I know that I have heard things. Have you ever heard your father case? No. Well, in my dreams and stuff. Yeah. But, um, no. So uh, it happened when I was, like, drunk, right? right. So there were definitely... Um, Contributing factors. <laughs> That's different. Well, so there's... But it's different, but it's the same. I mean, I'm, I'm hearing, you know, well, <laughs> yeah, a voice... I, I, I think we're looking for something that's non-chemically, and there's a case to be made that maybe it was chemically just your natural biochemistry, but right. if you're around and you weren't particularly under the influence of anything, yeah. did you hear something? Yeah, but, all right, so as we're talking about this, I can't necessarily put my finger on it and go, oh, you know what, yeah, there was that one time where I was driving and I heard somebody say blah, 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 and I was yeah. by myself. It wasn't like that, but I, but I know that I have actually heard a voice in my head, but I can't tell you when or where it happened, if I was in the, you know, coming out of a dream state, or you right. know what I mean? I know what you mean. Now, listen, I, I will have, I have internal conversations. I will definitely, I all the time, you know, speak to myself, yeah. uh, to my id or ego or whatever part of my, you know, uh, uh, subconscious is in there that you can talk back and forth. Aren't you looking snappy? But, but thank you. <laughs> but but I, I never have had an experience that it was, Something other than myself, a dialogue other than with myself, or where my you're head. you're in a room, or you're by yourself in the basement, and you hear, you know, hello, or or, or whatever, right, 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 or right, something. Right, right. I have, I have had the closest I've come to that was after my mother passed away. I I believed I saw a couple of passing silhouette shadows. You know, and that you I, felt were her. I felt now. We want to make that connection. Sure. You want to do that. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I just know it was substantive enough for me to remember it after decades. Yeah, you know? it affected you. Yeah. I've visited a number of mediums over the years. And, um, and one extra large. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so when, when my uncle passed away, I would go with my aunt. We would go like once a year to this woman in North Jersey. And then um, recently I saw another woman. Like, you know, I've been to a number of them. And every single one, and I don't know this, if they do this with everyone, but every single one of them, every time I go says, oh, you have the ability. Like as if I if and and then there is case you? you talk about yeah to me and case you talk about um, he's saying that it's it's not just where you go and visit they have these retreats they'll they'll you know hold these retreats and people will go away on vacation and they yes. can learn how to hone your skill well, totally that, immersive and so the last woman I spoke to actually has a school like a program that you can join to like learn and and tap into your that's not even like that's not an, even an online school it's like a psychic school it's where you just school. sit in a room exactly. and you, yeah you don't yeah. have to log on that, well so what how what did they say about your ability did they say I, you were very attuned the, j- every single one is like oh well you have the ability if you wanted to, I, to you could I be trained instantly meet someone and know i hate them <laughs> 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 no but basically that I, if i could be trained to uh to do this because one one woman explained to me that um yes she did have these things and and she would hear and all this kind of stuff but that she actually had to learn how to do it and relay the information to well it sounds like a hook and, you know it's it's it and I'm, I'm sure yeah that to me seems like and i, I think the amazing randy probably who is a, a famous 
uh, debunker of these right. of these people um, right. passed away recently. That would be a thing that would entice someone to go, oh, my God, I have it as well. I, I need, yeah, yeah, I need yeah. to work on this. How yeah. much does it cost? All right. Sometimes with, with hearing, having a unique auditory experience might not be, you know, someone telling you a secret from the, the great beyond. Uh, I'm going to go to Britain. I'm going to go to Brittany, <laughs> whose aunt would hear something, uh, hear things. Brittany, you're on the air. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Uh, good, Brittany. So your your aunt would have these auditory experiences? Uh, my great aunt and multiple other people in my family. The house that I grew up in was built in 1755 uh, in Plymouth Meeting. And so we have no idea who, you know, could have died there. Apparently it was like part of the Underground Railroad, all kinds of crazy wow. stuff. Wow. That's awesome. My, yeah, my great aunt said that she used to hear as if there were like parties going on downstairs in the middle of the night, and hmm. clearly there was nobody down there. Um, my, <clears throat> I think it was like my mom, my aunt, my uncle all would hear uh, as if there were golf balls falling down the stairway and do, uh, windows slamming and all kinds of stuff. Um, hmm. Brittany, when 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 the parties yeah. were heard, was it? Um... Were there, def- were there voices? You were hearing voices or just sort of or was was was, it was like uh, glasses clinking. Oh, okay, like so the ambient noise. Yeah, okay. Oh, I'd be so yeah, jealous. Yeah, like, I want to go. Go to the party. Well, FOMO right there. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> From the great beyond. When my family sold the house, they actually had um, a team come in to like do the audio testing and stuff and I have the clip somewhere, but they said they heard some voices. They heard they stayed overnight, and they heard like clink. See the Jeremy right now. They don't want you to reveal the secret. Yes, it would be Fogamo. It would be fear of ghosts and missing out. And right. missing out, Fogamo. <laughs> um, well, and and Kathy, you recently now you said this. We were, we were talking earlier that. Yeah. You you did a, a tarot card reading, yeah. I had for never the first time. I had never done done that before. Last mm-hmm. Thursday, um, I went to a winery out in Bucks County, crossing vineyards with a group of my girlfriends, and yeah, we all did it. And they had all done it before. So when they, you know, they the are they I, active in it? Do they do it? So fairly one, often? one of my friends is yeah. yes, um, but the other, you know, the others will just casually go with her, you know, to events like this. But they would take you back one at a time with the tarot card reader, and I didn't know they all knew the cards. They all knew what the cards meant. I. I didn't necessarily know that we were supposed to know what the cards meant. So, like, I think the the reader understood that I didn't know. She would pull out a card and she'd be like, "Ooh, ooh it's the, Mookie Wilson, the, the, the queen, the queen." <laughs> These with, are baseball cards. No, but she'd be like, "Ooh, the queen with a sword," and I'm like, "Ooh, ooh. ooh. what does that mean?" Yeah. You don't know what it means. So, so yeah. she had to uh, she had to explain it to me. Whereas I think when they went back, they knew what the cards meant because they at least my well, one friend because she had gone a number of times isn't that their job kathy to tell you what it means well i yeah, think so right? why, 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 it, yeah. you could just sit at home and pull your cards or so like i think um, i'm gonna sit at home and pull it so like my friends knew when they would pull the card they they knew what it meant and then she would i think elaborate on that whereas when i went she had to explain to me like she kept going isn't this a beautiful card look at the house and the stairs leading up to the house and i'm like yeah okay and, and then she would say okay well that means i see a, you know a big house in your life or something like that well that's kind of obvious and by the way i look, pulled I, all right this is the house card this means you'll have an experience with a house in your life <laughs> this is the road card which means you will soon travel down a road Wait, so thanks, I, genius. I pulled four money cards. Ooh, oh. 
three for myself and one for Jace. Wow. So I don't know what that means. I just saw Joe Bell walk by, but can maybe he can help with that and <laughs> increase my salary or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I, I pulled four money cards. Nice. I, she was like, oh, she was like, this is great. This is great. Were they just, tarot cards or lottery cards? <laughs> no, they, yeah, it was tarot cards. But it was right before the lottery, and I was like, I need to go play, play. lottery. Uh, I want, you, you know they work with the state on that, Kathy. <laughs> yeah. Right? It's, listen, I, you know, I... I want to believe. I really do. Yeah, and, and then, it's fun, too. Like, this can't be real. I watched this thing on Netflix, and there were a couple of things Why where, you know. It, what were you saying? No, go ahead. Uh, the, the, the mediums, these people, you know, they, they throw out these vague, I, I, there's, a, there's a George in the room, you know? And it's like, dude, everybody's got a George in their life My somewhere. name is George. Yeah. <laughs> um, See? But this one lady, she said... Uh, um, she asked her grandmother to send her a cardinal, right? And so the cardinal is like this symbol of, you know, I'm people here from are, the Vatican. Dude, this cardinal ended up flying into their house and like sat in their hands. They, and I was like, that's, that's crazy. Well, so after this thing, this, this forecast of a cardinal. There's another one, though. A cardinal actually flew into these, and and you you believe that this actually happened? This occurred? Yeah, okay. I mean there, there was it was there was video. They they oh, took the video, right. and the cardinal would not Steve, leave. Of of out of the other cue the cardinal. <laughs> cue the cardinal. We gotta go on the cardinal. We gotta go on the cardinal. <laughs> Maybe well, some guy with a cage opens it up and sends it in. You there, guys know that's where the paperclip came throw from. Throw the hoagie through the window now. Yeah. My uncle is a paperclip. Yeah. We had gone to see a medium, and, and she said, he's sending you, um, there's something, it's an object, he's sending it to you, you know, and, and to show you that he's around. And we laughed, because we're like, oh, yeah. well, what is he? And then we all started finding paperclips, and so then it turned into, we were like, oh, my God, Uncle Rich is a paperclip, he's here. Look, they get a card, you get a paperclip. I found one right now, I'm holding it. It's Uncle right Rich is with you. Yeah, exactly. He uh, never got to meet you, but he's really excited. So, <laughs> right. I mean, that's where that all started and right. why I could never pass a paper clip anywhere. It could, it could be, it could be, you know, in the dirt outside. It could be, you know, in the workplace. It's wherever. your uncle. Yeah. I, I have to pick it up. Wow. Right, so the other, the last thing that I saw that was, that I was kind of blown away with in this Netflix show is this guy moved into this house. He got a Polaroid camera. And he just took a picture of this doorway. And in the doorway, there was this smoke and stuff. And it was really weird. And then he had a friend come over and they asked, they said, are you, like, they, they were asking the spirit, are you here? And they took a picture and the smoke appeared in the form of the word yes. And then they started asking the guy questions. And every single question that they asked when they took a picture, the answer appeared in smoke. And I'm like, okay. Is this real or are, are they effing with us? You got to watch no. this. <laughs> it's not real. <laughs> I would have to see it. You have to watch myself. it because it's not like, it oh, yeah, I can, I can see the word no. No, it was like straight up yes. And then they asked, what is your name? The, the name Wright came down, W-R-I-G-H-T, Wright. And then as it turns out, the, you know, they went and checked the records and Wright was, you know, associated with the house. And right. It was pretty wild. All right. so what, you what's, just the, right. what's the name of this show? Uh, I believe it is called Surviving Death. Like the very, very beginning. And there's a whole bunch of different episodes. Right. The first lady that is uh, featured in this thing, it was actually dead and underwater for 37 straight minutes. And when she was underwater... Uh, whatever was there told her that her one son was going to pass away. And sure enough, like, you know, 18 years later, the one, she had three kids. That one kid was the one who passed away. It was pretty wild. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's, yeah. 
Uh, Again, I want to believe, but I'm like, I, I know. No way. Yeah. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Uh, by the way, so my, my daughter started um, playing around with um, uh, tarot cards. Has she read you yet? No. So she's kind of off doing it on her own. She's right. watching some videos on how to do it. And she's you must kill your whole family. Spending some time <laughs> with the cards. So. I have not. They will instruct you. I have not investigated. I am waiting for her to come to me and say, "Here, I'd like to. I'd like to read. Give you a what if she comes in, Preston? She flips one card. We don't need to do this. (laughs) (laughs) What? What did he say? Well, you know what? So we were talking before I went back uh, to talk to the the tarot card reader about whether they give you like good information. Will they give you bad information if they pull the card? And she did pull a health card and she went, oh, she goes, this is a health card. She goes, um, do you work out? And I was like, yeah, I do. And she goes, okay, well, that's good. I could tell. Mm-hmm. Wait, and then that was it, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm dying!" She didn't want to right, tell me. Right, right. Yeah, I wonder what they're. Are you opposed if you have a bowel movement, a lot of blood comes out? <laughs> uh, okay, you're good then. I, I wonder what their yeah yeah uh, their creed or whatever. Or I guess it's it's person by person if they want to share something horrible that comes up if they do see it because it can't all be sunshine and roses. Win this fight away. Yeah. Um, I, isn't Bill Weston's daughter into this as well? Uh, you, you'd I mention- think so. I think he, I think he did mention that that she does this. Which, by the way, how does your mother feel about you uh, dabbling with the, with the devil? Well, so she went to the medium with us. Oh, mm-hmm. really? Well, because she believes in the afterlife. Okay. So if there is an afterlife, she Where believes she's that holy water around the room. They could potentially speak to you in ways. All right. Okay. All right. No, no. So she's cool with that. But a Ouija? No. Oh, no. God. No. 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 Because that was the devil. Right, and also Milton Bradley. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, that was okay. They were boys. <laughs> Milton Bradley. Well, anyone who's into tarot cards, I highly recommend the Philo- Philly tarot card deck. Okay. Um, which is full of things like the chariot. The chariot is a septibus. The chariot. Okay. <laughs> chariot. chariot. It's, it's a hotel where you can keep you your strength. Is the Rocky statue? Uh, the Hangman is the Liberty Bell. In fact, there's one. It's the uh, what is this one with Questlove? The the Hierophant. Uh, I don't know what any of them mean. Uh, Hero Fant is uh, is Quest Love behind a drum kit, so it's all Philly centric stuff on the card. You know what, Marissa? Your friend Reagan Marie is that what she? Yeah. So she is. She did uh, one of the mutinies for my wife's charity. People loved her. So if you if you go in on it, she's a tarot card reader person, but she's really. She works it. She has fun, you know, and, and people really enjoy it, but she's very charismatic. I see people love these things. I think if you approach it on that level, that's kind of fun. Or if you're looking for something a little bit more profound. But she was really good. Yeah, mm-hmm. she does that and something called Reiki, which is... Um, Reiki, I think Reiki, it is. Yeah. yeah, they rake your lawn. No, it's it's a... Uh, it's. It's like passing hands over. It's it's like a. It's energy. like an energy that yeah right. that comes. I I don't know if it comes from the hands or where, but here. yeah, usually they like hold it above you. Nicole does energy work here on the phone lines. Maybe she can speak to that. Hi, Nicole. Good morning. Hi guys. How are you? Wonderful. That last bit we were talking about Reiki or whatever. Is that touch on what you do? So that's Reiki, and Reiki. Um, I'm a healing touch practitioner. So it's very similar to Reiki and. Um, I've been doing it. I'm also a massage therapist, so I've been doing it forever. And, um, it's really interesting how it all works, but I'm not a psychic medium. I'm an empath. So I get more. Like guardians of the galaxy? Yeah. yeah. Manta. (laughs) So, so, but uh, yeah, an empath. So can you pull energy off of people? So basically I work, um, I do a lot of medical type of work with this. So I work a lot with like cancer patients and everything like that. And um, 
so it's the light touch and the like energy work is really beneficial for them. But I do this like with everybody too. And um, I remember like the first time I really had like something come through, um, I was working with a client and um, I saw, I, I get more like images than sounds. And I saw this like, it was almost like I was placed like in a vineyard, like in Italy, which was, I'm not going to that, but um, he, and then afterwards I had asked my client, like, do you, what does like a winery in Italy have to do with, with, you know, you? And he just looked at me and he got the chills and he was like, my whole family lives in Italy and we have a winery and I haven't been over there in a few years. And it makes me anxious because I don't know, like, how it is over there. All right, so so just so you believe that you were able to tie into something that he was thinking about through this energy? Yeah, cuz I I guess it was the anxiety that I was picking up on Do and um also I I also manage a really old historic bed and breakfast in New Hope and it's haunted and I definitely I've never heard anything before except this one time when I was there and it kind of freaked me out a little bit because I don't ever hear anything what's the bed and breakfast (laughs) what what's the bed and breakfast the aaron burr house the chariot it's where where aaron burr fled after he killed hamilton (laughs) okay that was um there's a lot of that like a lot of the ghost hunting and you know all of that out in the new hope oh my god it's totally the in all of that the the entire town's predicated Mm -hmm. on this i want to back up away from from the ghosty thing right to to what nicole does and 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 i have a question nicole so are you this energy work you're doing, is, is this essentially healing people? What? It, it is. So it's used for, like, a lot of different things. It can be used for pain. It can be used for anxiety or depression. Or sometimes somebody doesn't really have anything going on, but they just want to experience a different type of holistic treatment. Right. And it's okay. really, really beautiful technique. It puts you in just, like, this pure, deep relaxation. And it just, I can't even explain how relaxing it is. It is just amazing. <laughs> I'm so relaxed. Oh, I'm sorry. Hey, listen, no, no offense, Nicole. I, I really don't buy into a lot of the new age stuff. It's just not yeah, part yeah, of my belief. But, but, but I am curious about the people that do come to see you for treatments and, and other people that do what you do. What what um, percentage of them are, are this is their, their first course or this is, look, I've tried everything yeah. else. I'll try this now. Um, I would say... I don't know. I mean, I, I do get some people that have, like, maybe had another treatment before or want to combine the energy work in with a massage, and I do a lot of that, and that seems to work really well. But um, I would say I do get quite a few people that are interested in it and want to try it. How many NFL uh, players do you get? <laughs> what was that again? No, I'm, I'm kidding. I, we got to send you to the, 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 the Reiki therapy. Do, do you get, have you, do you have, do you work with any doctors? Do you work with any, uh, because and to Preston's point, which is the deal, and I think it's something you deal with. Listen, I always say if it works for you yeah. and you feel that you're getting sure. results, then God bless. Yeah. I, I, but for I, me, I, it would, I find it hard to cross that wall. Yeah, for me, it would be the, all right, nothing else has worked, right, so exactly. I'll try this. Give it a you shot. Yeah. So yeah. that, I think, so, but you, and you're, you're, obviously you've been doing this long enough to know that that's, that's a consensus out there. With a lot of people, correct? Have you ever had someone come in who is completely, this is bull crap, and then walk out convinced? Well, I've had people that are like, I don't really believe it. I'm like, okay, I'm not here to, like, push my right. belief. You know? So, and then I did have somebody who 
said, you know what, Nicole, I am a little bit interested in what you're doing. I have no idea what it is, but I just want to try it. And I said, okay, why don't we just do 15 minutes of it? And then you tell me what you think. And then afterwards, she was like, I don't know what you did, but that was really relaxing and calming. Okay. So I think right. for some people, even if, like, no messages come through or it doesn't always have to work like that. Sometimes it's just people really want to have a deeper sense of relaxation. That's Listen, cool. This stuff has been... I'm all for trying all yes. kinds of stuff. I, I think it's great. Yeah. And so. this stuff has been around forever. Yeah. Like Casey talking about the Netflix show and focusing on all this stuff. This is something that... <clears throat> Just because we, you may, may not get it, may not buy into it. If it's doing somebody somewhere some good and they're not being taken for their life savings or whatever, right. then it's okay. All right, Nicole, thank you. We appreciate it. Um, have a good day. Guys. You, too. you too. I was watching the, and we got a break here in just a second, uh, the first episode. I hadn't watched um, uh, Kreischer's uh, The Cabin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and in the first episode, they, they have this. Uh, like new age gal come in with crystals and stuff like that and puts them all over Bert and stuff. And he's like, I love this stuff. I love these things. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he really if yeah. it does anything for him, but Bert will try anything. Sure. sure. Uh, Have you ever, what's the closest you've come to something like that? Acupuncture. Yeah. Um, Did you get a good result? Mm, I, listen, I didn't hate it, yeah. but it didn't necessarily fix the issue that I went to go. Uh, to Your fear explore. of needles? No, it was, that. <laughs> uh, it was for back pain. Okay. And, and, uh, and I had a friend who swore by it. And I'm like, well, absolutely, I'll go and try this. And I went for a couple of treatments, and I, I don't know if I if I didn't give it enough time. Um, it certainly wasn't a negative experience, but it didn't fix what I right. felt needed fixing. That so. happened to me with acupuncture. Well, one, and because I couldn't handle the needles. But um, Preston, I found it really weird, and I don't know if you had the same experience or not, but I also went for back pain, mm-hmm. and they didn't put needles in my back. Um, like they triggered other points. Right. That didn't concern me because I know that there are certain pathways that they follow. and that they be focusing on my breasts. They... <laughs> yeah, but so what, was it the same thing? They didn't put them in your back? I don't remember. Oh, okay. Um, well, the, the pathways don't necessarily, they, they don't, they don't, this is thousands of years old. I, keep, I'm so, no, so, I mean, so, I so trusted what no, he no. was saying about it and that yeah. he didn't need to do that. I, I just found it odd. Mm. Yeah, and then he showed up in a van. <laughs> no, no. Um, can you says dog grooming. <laughs> right, 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 exactly. Uh, but, yeah, there's there's all kinds of uh, training. You know, listen, I've done the the, uh, uh, the isolation tanks. and So I, I'll, I'll t- I like to try these things. I, think I, I cool. like yeah, I like the isolation tank. Mm. I have to try it again because I told you when I went the one time, it was so goddamn quiet that I was hearing everything. I think your mind moves too much to, to, to do <laughs> Maybe that. Maybe right. Because I'm in that isolation it's tank. not for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Your heart beats and everything. All right. Well, anyhow, if, if you want to speak to the other side, they say that people who have had uh, unique auditory experiences. Okay. Or people who have done. Like uh, seeing a rack concert. Deep. <laughs> Mental training of some type. Yeah. Yeah, like going to a rap. <laughs> right. Round and... No, right. I, I would love to. I, I like Casey. I, I, I'm i I'm excited by the potential. Yeah. I have yet to experience anything like that. And I'll give you a heads up on the tarot card stuff. I'll see if yeah, uh, please. Caroline's ready to give me a reading or not. All right, listen, we need to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. We have the B-File. We got money. No sad dough. Our first stop on that cash train is coming up when we return. Stay with us. WMMR, polluting more than just the airwaves. Hear us at radio.com. 93.3 WMMR presents... We're back at it today. $500. This is stop number one. Your chance to win $500 seven times today. So here is our keyword for the hour. It is total. 
T-O-T-A-L. And you have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. There are three ways to do so via text to the special contest short code number, which is 45911. Or to be automatically entered for the $10,000 grand prize, enter on the MMR app or at WMMR.com. One random entry is going to win $500 in our company-wide contest. And that person will get a call from Beasley. So make sure that you do answer your phone. Contest rules are available at WMMR.com. Again, the word is total. T-O-T-A-L. Good luck. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. Brought to you this morning by your local Confidence Plus Service Center. When your car needs service, head to your local Confidence Plus Service Center for trained, experienced technicians and a national warranty covering parts and labor. Info and locations at myconfidenceplus.com. Well, a mother who ate miniature fireworks after mistaking wow. them for popping candy come on, come on. has been left with harrowing injuries. Are these like the snappers? Snap and pops. You remember Snap those? Snap and pops. Yeah. Right, so yeah. this, is, this is in England. Okay, so Lisa uh, Booth, Boothroyd ate the mini fireworks when she thought they were confectionery. The 48-year-old found the box of Fun Snaps. After the first taste, couldn't you have determined it was not a candy? And cost cutter among lollipops. I think she just bit down once, and that pretty oh. much did it. All so, right. um, she was left with chemical burns after throwing them into her mouth. The explosive devices burst in her mouth, leaving her in agony with a cracked tooth and burns to her lip and mouth. Uh, she said, I remember the moment I crunched down on a handful of the sweets and instantly felt explosions in my mouth. I felt the burning pain straight away. Were they flavor explosions? She said, I'm still in agony. Nearly lost a tooth after it cracked from the explosion. Jeez. The fun snaps, she said, were with all the other sweets, and the packaging was similar, so it was an easy mistake to make. I just kept thinking... What could have happened if I'd been given if I'd given them to a child? They could have blown their mouth apart. Uh, the box reads "Fun Snaps" along with "Snap, Crack, and Bang," which led her to assume that it was popping candy. That's like the time I ate a stick of dynamite, thinking it was a churro. Uh, she said that moment I crunched down was terrifying. I had no idea what was happening. I felt explosions in my mouth, followed by a burning pain. I was still shaking and in shock the next day. Oh my god! And still in so much pain, I had no idea what Fun Snaps even were. And it's shocking that they were in the same aisle as the children's candy. I just hope that uh, nobody else makes the same mistakes as me. A spokesperson for Costcutter said, uh, the safety of shoppers is our main priority. So we were very concerned to hear about this incident. Uh, we have spoken to the independent retailer who operates the store under our Costcutter brand. And they have assured us that they will remove this item from the confectionery section with an immediate effect. Yeah, it's kind of weird that it would be in the candy aisle. Right, yeah. A man found living in an airport for three months said that he was scared to go home due to COVID. I saw this. Aditya Singh <laughs> had been staying undetected at a secure location of Chicago's O'Hare International Airport, one of the busiest airports in the world since October 19th. How many people are reminded of that Tom Hanks movie yeah, after seeing this? totally. He yeah. arrived on a flight from his home city of Los Angeles, and he never left. It wasn't until nearly three months later, on the 16th of January, that Singh was approached by two United Airlines employees and apprehended by police. He was arrested and charged with criminal trespass to a restricted area of an airport and theft. Can I tell you something? Yeah. Living at a, at a uh, airport be pretty cool. Yeah. 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 Uh, number of restaurants. You got those massage chairs. Yeah, it's all good. I mean, people would have to start to recognize you. Yes. 
Uh, Singh managed to remain undetected for so long in part because he had found an employee, an airport employee's lost ID badge, mm. which enabled him to access a sh- secure part of the airport. It's com- it's comforting to know that you can just lose your ID badge <laughs> and no one reports it. Other passengers have reportedly been giving him food for during his prolonged stay. Now, I think it was reported that they lost it, and they lost it back in, like, October or something. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the county judge, uh, Suzanne Ortiz, said, so you're telling me... <laughs> That an unauthorized, non-employee individual was allegedly living within a secure part of the O'Hare Inter- uh, International Airport terminal from the October, from the nineteenth of October, twenty twenty, to January sixteenth, twenty twenty-one, and was not detected. He was there so long, Preston, he had had time to hang up his rush flag. She said, "I want to understand <laughs> you correctly." Uh, Singh, who is uh, unemployed. With a master's degree in hospitality, has no prior criminal record. He normally resides in Orange, Los Angeles. But Assistant State Attorney Kathleen Haggerty told the court that he was scared to go home due to COVID. His bail was set at $1,000. He's banned from entering the airport. He's due back in court on the 27th. Huh. Uh, Let's see. A woman accused of stealing cigarettes and Mentos from a gas station convenience store tried to flee in an ambulance, but she couldn't drive it. Antoinette Frolian was uh, stopped by police after she got out of the ambulance and was arrested once store employees identified her as the thief. That car ad was a Packard. Uh, Frolian is uh, facing a handful of charges. Uh, she was sent to the county prison in lieu of $25,000 bail. Where's the crank on this goddamn thing? Actually, she was 19 years was old. Was she? Yes. So, cigarettes and Mentos, though, I do appreciate that. So, you don't have that cigarette breath. Exactly. Yeah. She yeah. was at least courteous. She's responsible. Uh, police said they were called for a robbery at the Sitco station. The employee walked, uh, reported a woman, I later identified as Froling, walked behind uh, <laughs> into the store, bent behind the counter, and grabbed a uh, couple of packs of cigarettes. I when- got them! When she was confronted by an employee, she pushed the employee out of the way and then grabbed four rolls of Mentos and walked out. <laughs> ha! You'll not get me. Uh, about a block away from the store, Froling got into an ambulance to try and get away but couldn't operate it. Court records show that uh, at the time, she was free on an $8,000 unsecured bail for possession of a small amount of marijuana and drug paraphernalia. You're 19 and you don't know how to drive? Yeah. All right, and then one last story. I mentioned this in the entertainment news, but it was sent to me so many times. Yes. I have to put it here in the bizarre file. A vagina-scented candle by Gwyneth Paltrow exploded into flames and caused an inferno in a woman's living room in England. Jody Thompson won the Risque product sold by the Hollywood star and wellness guru in an online quiz. The candle is described on Gwyneth's Goop site. <laughs> As funny, gorgeous, sexy, and beautifully unexpected. But Jody was taken by surprise after lighting it when a 20-inch flame leapt from the candle and out of the glass jar. She said the candle exploded and emitted huge flames with bits flying everywhere. I've never seen anything like it. The whole, Vagina all over the place. The whole thing was ablaze and it was too hot to touch. Vagina. There was an inferno in the room. Uh, she said, we eventually got it under control and threw it out the front door. Uh, it could have burned the place down. It was scary at the time, but funny looking back that Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina candle exploded in my living room. Have you ever had a wonky candle? Like, not like that. L- like burn, not blow up, but like burn in a weird way or the flame just suddenly become more. I have not. Pref- no. na- we have. Yeah. Yeah, we used to burn candles all the time and just stopped. Apparently, it's it- not healthy for. Your atmosphere inside a house the house to burn a lot of candles. Yeah. You yeah. guys know I hate candles. If I'm yeah. at someone's house, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> like right. really quick when no one's looking. Do you blow out the pilot light in the stove too? Yeah. <laughs> All 
All right, and that's what we got in the B file for you, friends. You have just a few minutes left, about uh, seven minutes to text over the word total, or you can enter it through our MMR map. MMR app or WMMR.com. And by the way, if you do text it, remember, not the regular text number. It's our special number, which is 45911. So the word total, T-O-T-A-L, to 45911 or through the MMR app or at WMMR.com. And you just might win that money. No sad dough. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. Steven's brand new deep navy blue and sparkling 24 karat gold dipped Twinkle Twinkle Rose is here. Don't miss out. Imagine the blue color of the sky just before the sun sets when you can start to see all the stars sparkling in the night sky. See Steven's exclusive Twinkle Twinkle Rose now at IHateStevenSinger.com. Real jewelers, real roses with a real lifetime guarantee. Ship fast and free. Check out the entire collection of Steven's famous roses starting at only $59. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Shop Play Win Monopoly starts March 3rd at Acme. Get ahead of the game and download the app before March 3rd and earn five bonus tickets, 10 tokens added to your Shop Play Win account, and entry to win a $25 grocery gift card. Every ticket wins a prize, money saving offers, or tokens for sweepstakes. Download the Shop Play Win app to play today. No purchase necessary. See rules at shopplaywin.com. Hasbro is not a sponsor of this promotion. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Hey, Marissa, tell us a little bit more about the um, Greater Philadelphia Beer Trail. Yeah, so um, I've actually been hosting this with a new friend of mine, Chill Moody. We hadn't met until... That was uh, my first air name. That's, <laughs> um, no, we've crossed paths many times, but we hadn't met until uh, this past summer. And uh, Chill and I had been going around to different breweries, um, trying different beers, meeting brewers. The videos um, are very good, by the way. Thank you, and, and, Steve. And there's so, much, so many great places out there. Yeah, it's been fun. I mean, it started where we were just kind of like introducing the videos. Yeah. Then we did a second round where we were going to the places and meeting the people, people who um, were making the beer. Um, and, of course, you know, COVID has kind of put the uh, this on halt. But um, one of the big things is that all these craft breweries um, are trying to pivot, as they say, yeah. and, and find new ways of delivering beer, whether it's pick up and delivery or you can mail order and all these things um so visit philly uh is the company that's putting this together and it's called the craft beer trail of greater philadelphia because philadelphia the philadelphia region in general has so many breweries all over the place i think you said 90 in that video yeah right yeah Whoa. 90 craft breweries and in fact this brewery um twisted gingers that we were talking about i it, they're literally right where I used to live in Maniunk. i'm kind of upset that like what? it's just like a couple blocks away i mean not saying that my brother still doesn't live there, and I can yeah. just go visit him and, you know, walk over no, there. No, I, I know exactly um, where it is. You could crawl home yeah. from there. Yeah, yeah they it's have this. back on my radar now. They have this IPA called, um, what? it's Fleming and Cotton, because that's the corner that they're at. Okay. So anyone who's been in the Maniunk area knows Fleming and Cotton Streets yeah. and where they cross. Okay. Yeah. And, and the so, pace is uh, damn good, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, so if you go to visitphilly.com backslash beer, um, you can see all the videos that Chill and I made over the pa- over the summer. Um, there's been some really fun ones. We've gone to Monks. I mean, that video was like 30 minutes long because the guys there just know so much about beer. Um, plus, Visit Philly is a great site. Whenever anybody asks me um, suggestions of restaurants or things to do this weekend, I always send people to that website because it's yep. just the best. Nice. Well, thanks to Twisted Gingers. Uh, they brought by a bunch of really great pizzas, which, by the way, I did see this uh, article 
that indicates it was a it was an insurance company that did this, but they did a a worldwide. They they uh, had Google search results from 109 countries and found that pizza is the most popular uh, takeaway dish, as they say in in Britain. Takeaway, so carry out here takeaway, yeah, in in the entire country. Or in the entire world, pizza, pizza is by far the most popular. I believe it. As far as your, you know, carry out food goes. When you're like getting takeout and you have a, a group of people and what do we what do we go for? What do we go for? You almost invariably end up on pizza as yeah. something everyone will agree to. It's easy, it's good. Yeah, yeah and so you can get the pie parsed in different ways too. Yep, exactly. So that uh they had uh went across forty it was the top food related query. People entered across forty four nations. It was the top choice in Italy, Barbados. Argentina, Morocco, India, and many other Chinese. Barcelona. Food, uh, Chinese food was second most searched huh. uh, for food type in 29 countries, including the U.S., uh, Mexico, Australia, and uh, the U.K. and China. Searching for it, uh, sushi was the top searched cuisine in 10 countries, coming in third. And fish and chips took fourth place. I used to love fish and chips. It was yeah. one of my standards. So uh, there was a, a place, Preston, you know very well, Arthur Treacher's yeah. Fish and Chips. So they had two options. They had the fish and chips, and they had chicken and chips, mm-hmm. okay. which was battered uh, chicken, which was great. Um, I mean, you can have a nice meal and walk away 15,000 calories. Yeah, yeah that's so it. It, yeah. it was just, you know, a quick thing on the go. <laughs> it's a healthy fish and chicken option, but I, I, I loved it. So pizza, the number one in the entire world, according to uh, this particular study, it was done. Marissa brought up a food thing. I guess we're kind of connoisseur in it. Are you? Yeah, Are we slumlord connoisseur? Some, I have some food-related things, but this now I, it's the slumlord edition of the connoisseur. I don't know if we'll go from uh, from story to story, but I do the, have those if if I need them. But Marissa got into a conversation. Uh, with her friends the other night. You want to set that up? Yeah, we were just casually talking about um, recipes. Actually, Preston, it started because we were talking about that ramen noodle recipe where the salad with the, the raw, crunchy the raw, ramen raw, crunchy noodle. ramen noodles, yeah, yeah. I, I, like, loved that salad. I remember going to my parents' like fancy friend's house, and that's where I had it for the first time. And it was not just a few years ago that I realized that recipe is on the back of the ramen noodle package. Oh, really? That's where it comes that's from. That's like the standard. Yes. This is our family. It's been huge generations <laughs> yeah. in the family. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, sure, I don't know if I want to give it to you, and you find out it's on the, ba- the back of the box. <laughs> I We, we had uh, a friend recently, some friends of ours, had uh, given us a, an appetizer. Oh, my God, it was so good. Uh, and they're like, you know, their their daughter loves it more than anything. She's a, uh, an adult now. And so she goes around pawning this off as if it's like a family secret recipe. It was like on the back of a soup can. <laughs> oh, my God. And it is so good. It's essentially, it's uh, it's pepperoni chopped up and uh, cream of mushroom soup and then... One other ingredient, I think that's it, but we just devoured it. Well, like, companies, we could not get enough of it. Companies pay, like, chefs and, and sure. to develop recipes yeah. that they include on, I mean, the original Toll House chocolate chip cookie recipe. That's, is my, a, that's my cookie recipe. That's the cookie, and that is still good. the best cookie recipe. It's, it's best, on the bag, right? It's, it's, it's on the bag. It's on the chocolate the chip bag. It's freaking yeah. bag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so my mom has a famous cake that she makes for everyone's birthday. I mean, everyone in our family, the extended family, like anytime we're singing happy birthday, she's making this cake, and it was when I was a little kid. We used to go to the library and check out books, and we checked out this one book, and it had a recipe in the book, and then when you finished the book, on the back was the actual recipe i forget which book it was but in the book the, the little girl cooks this cake right okay. and that's it and we've i mean it's been since i was 
five or six years old. And you've it off as your family recipe? And, but, like, no no one knows the book. No one yeah. knows where the recipe is. I've asked her for it, and she's like, I don't know exactly what the ingredients are. I just sit down and make it. She's been making it for so many years, she just kind of throws it together. Yeah, that's like a case I've told you about, you know, my, my family's fried rice recipe. Right. Which I've been eating since I was essentially a baby, old enough to eat. Um, and it's just something we've always made. And it, you you wouldn't think it would come from, you know, my grandmother grew up in Kentucky. It's a southern thing. All right, why, I'll why tell would, you, but it's you can't promise to tell no one else. Why would fried rice be in their repertoire? <laughs> yeah. But I've just grown up with it, so and I know how to make it. Uh, and and I found out all these ages, it was on a box. It was on like a box of rice was really? the recipe. We, it wasn't this family secret <laughs> passed down. Who did it? It was just a standard recipe from the box. Was it Mama Celeste or whatever that had the commercial where the, uh, you don't, you, Mama's special sauce, and it's just a sauce that's right, you know, yeah. uh, store-bought. Yeah. But, yeah. but, the, but yeah, those, those simple recipes that are included yeah. that people pull in office, I don't, I don't know if I want to give it to you. Here's a text. For years, I thought that the baked mac and cheese that we made in my family was a family <laughs> recipe. <laughs> It was on the back of the macaroni box. Oh, my God. <laughs> there's, a, there's a listener. He listens from Idaho. I can't remember what it is that he said he would give me his. Oh, it's a grilled cheese recipe, Steve. Yeah. He won't, he won't send it to me in an email. Like, I Are you have kidding? To, Knock I have, it off. Oh, I have yeah. to call him, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I have to promise to not write down the instructions. <laughs> I remember you telling yeah, me about it this. It is this. Like, he learned it on, like, a Grateful Dead lot somewhere. Uh, you know, tailgating. So what, for... what makes, have you had it? And it's no, so, it... no. But, like, I, I would be, it would be funny if it was just, you yeah, know. Yeah. The recipe on the, you know, on the back of a Stroman uh, bag or something. Uh, Marissa's in here. She won't be able to grab it for us. I know we have the great Johnny Depp clip from <laughs> uh, from uh, Black Mass. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. He's talking about the peanuts. But there's the other scene yeah. where he's talking about the secret recipe for this, what this steak was marinated what's in. What's in the recipe? What is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And um, we should see if we can find that. It's a secret, huh? As somebody texted in asking me if the uh, the dip I was talking about, uh, the third re- the third ingredient. So I said it was pepperoni, cream and mushroom. And somebody texted in and said, Preston, does it have cream cheese in it? That's it! Yeah. <laughs> That's it. And it was stupid easy to make. And All right, what do you do? So yum. It's just... Yeah, it's just a, a can of cream mushroom soup, a uh, a block of Philly uh, Philadelphia cream cheese, yeah, and a container of pepperoni slices. Yeah, you just chop them up into smaller pieces, mix it together, bake it, done, and it's outstanding. That's it. it is outstanding. Yes, we had my dad on the box. <laughs> my dad forever, um, every holiday would make his famous Caesar salad, and it was a production. He needed the whole kitchen clear yeah. to make this thing. He didn't want anyone to see. <laughs> That he got it off the box. <laughs> and one year, my mom bought the wrong croutons. Oh, no. And so he didn't, he didn't, didn't have the do. recipe. Oh, he God. didn't know what Let to do. Let me get this straight. <laughs> For the past 15 years, you've been pulling in this office your recipe. Uh, here's a text that says, guys, this is the plot of a Saved by the Bell episode. Is it? Really? It is, uh, Scre- you would know. Screech had this famous uh, uh, pasta sauce. <laughs> And um, they were selling it, you know, yeah. because uh, that's what every high schooler wants to buy is pasta sauce. <laughs> and uh, and then, like, the mob came and, and was claiming all the money. And then suddenly Screech was like, oh, yeah, it's just Mama Celeste. Mm. I understand you're selling um, pasta sauce. I have no, a confession, a, guys. What? My famous cranberry sauce. Yeah. Oh, it's off the box. It's Driscoll's raspberries. Shut up. <laughs> Raspberries, Driscoll's raspberries. Okay, because you include raspberries little... in the cranberries. That's yep. right. On the little container. Yep. No. Where is there a recipe? 
recipe on there. I think if you like open it peel up, peel it. Yep, they probably it's on the it back of each cranberry, it. Kathy. Yeah. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. Here's a text that says, my mother-in-law makes the best mac and cheese. Turns out, recipes on the side of the San Giorgio <laughs> pasta box. That's great. But they said, I've tried to make it, and it doesn't come out the same. We've decided that the pan she makes it in is the difference. Well, the no, king it's... of salads that we had here, yeah. well, and he passed oh, away he passed recently. Away, yeah. Super nice guy. But he had that, that the bowl. George mm-hmm. sort of bowl that was legendary. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, he, that, uh, uh, that can happen. Mm-hmm. You know, that can influence the taste of something. Somebody also tested and said this is an episode of Friends when they're trying to figure out Phoebe's grandmother's famous chocolate chip cookie recipe. And is it just the Toll House recipe? I guess so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I wonder okay. if any of the other recipes on the back of the chocolate chip bags, um, like Ghirardelli or whatever, well, if they're any good. I would like to try them because Gi- I always do the Toll House So the, Gir- the Ghirardelli is, is also good, and my wife does the Ghirardelli brownies, which are sensational. Hey, feel free to, to, to let us know the greatest... On a box yeah, recipe. or can recipe. Right. That's where I of. shine. <laughs> we do well. We learned about your French toast. Uh, what, what, what was the name of the show? Two one five two six. Well, that sucks. Wait, there's yeah, a t-shirt. There's a t-shirt now. I saw that. Somebody made a t-shirt. Oh, really? It's awesome for your for your Food Network I'm gonna, show. I'm gonna get it and yeah. I'm gonna film an episode. Kathy Romano's in the next month when I cook next. It's time for Kathy Romano's. Well, that sucked. Yep. I will do that every now and then. Sometimes you you know you you disregard the the packaging, but most of them, you know, uh, have some kind of recipe on it. And it's usually a recipe that they've curated to be the easiest to make that highlights the food the best. Right. Exactly. So give it a shot. Yeah, because they want you to yeah, obviously like it and buy, buy it, buy that product again. So they'll uh, they'll put that on there. Absolutely. You don't have to, that. Could put something on that only an accomplished French chef could put together. On the cereal box, uh, checks the what's that dessert? Is it called? I always checks mix moose, no, moose knuckles. Yes, but no, there's a ninja thing. boots. No, no, no. Is that what it's called, King? No. Oh, I mean, I know, I know what a moose a knuckle boot. is, but it, some people call it um, it's muddy like, buddy or yeah, okay. I think that's what it's called, Kath. I screwed that up. Really? All it is is chocolate, peanut butter, the checks mix, <gasps> and powdered sugar. Yeah. And you couldn't get that together. I couldn't get it together. Have you ever made Rice Krispie treats? Oh, yes. They're easy, right? Yeah, except they don't come out like squares. Who can actually <laughs> cut them so they're a square? Same with my brownies. My yeah. brownies are like, they're delicious and people like them, Yeah, but I can't cut them. Cut in... them. Are you not letting them cool off long enough? Preston, with the brownie, I've tried it hot, I've tried it warm, I've tried it cool, I've tried it freezing cold. It doesn't work. They don't cut into squares. And you're making this out of a box? You're making uh, the brownies some, out of a box? Sometimes. I, I have done, like, a from-scratch recipe. I mean, yeah. brownies are pretty easy to make into squares. Kath, are they're they, like, not. sticking no, to the not. pan, or what's going I, on? No. Do I you actually, know. do you bake I'm, the batter? Yeah, no, yeah. I do. But, I, listen, I do like them, uh, ew, I'm going to say this. I do like them moist. Oh. So, said it. I, I do it. like moist brownies as well. Yeah, yeah so like sometimes. gushing, squirting. If they're dry, then maybe you can cut them into squares, but I'm not making them. You're, you're making it really moist. Then. What we need to do, and I've said this before, we need to, when, when COVID is over, we need to have a chef yeah. come and watch you make all these things that you're having oh, okay. issues with yeah. in your house, and they will take, it's it's in your, your, your technique is wrong somewhere along the line. You're doing something incorrect. And I've said, I actually can, can bake. Like, it actually comes out good. It tastes good. It just doesn't always look good. Same thing with um, cupcakes. Why do, if you put chocolate chips in them, why does it sink to the bottom? How do I get it to be throughout the cupcake? The cupcake. <laughs> All of my chocolate chips sink. Really? So you have just a plain cupcake with a giant chocolate that, chip bottom. How, could, how, how, how wet is your 
Yeah, it sounds like it's a little thin. Yeah. I think you're putting too much Every liquid time. in there. Every yeah. time. I mean, in regular, in the regular mix, it, it, the, the chocolate chip should be suspended throughout the whole mix. Are you doing it the same way every time? Listen. Insanity is doing the same thing over and over, expecting different results. But I no, like I've tried, like you said, hmm. it, it, to uh, liquidy. Then I added a little more, and it didn't taste. It was like the damn cookies that were um, like pancakes that one year <laughs> from my cookie exchange party. Wow! But that uh, ended up I, being the uh, flour. I'm convinced I, that it was the flour was expired. Okay. All right. Let me go to some calls of uh, recipes on the can, on the box, whatever it is. Let me go to Gail. Hi, Gail. Good morning. Hi. It's actually Dale. With oh, a D, like okay. Dale. Hi, Dale. What's up? <laughs> Hi, my mom makes this fudge that so many people love. It's it's a chocolate peanut butter fudge. We uh. thought it was a homemade recipe, you know, the whole nine yards for years. Then my brother found out it's from my mom. It's actually on the side of the Hershey's cocoa can. <laughs> he was devastated. The, the Hershey's cocoa can, which is ancient. It's <laughs> yeah. probably been on yes. there for decades. Yes. Wow. And he was just like, what? And then he's calling. He's like, did you know mom's recipe is actually on the side of the cocoa can? You're a liar. He, he was so, like, I got to give him a shout out. Happy birthday, David. All right. But nice. yes. So I just had to share that because we were we were just dying. We it's, it's, so listen, to, to family members that have, have sure. labeled under the misconception that this was created from that beloved individual in the family tree. <laughs> Lie. Oh, there's always a lot. I'll tell you one. Grandmothers, my mother. Right. I'll tell you one that gets used quite a lot is, and and I know for a fact, if you use, uh, it's one of the stuffing. Um, there's a stuffing recipe on the stovetop. Stovetop. Yep. Very easy. Mm-hmm. And people swear that it's their own. I know this has happened. Mm-hmm. I believe a number it. Of, it's a standard. It's a good. It's a good. Um, uh, you recipe. Know, stuffing recipe. Yep. Yeah, but it, it, people pass it off as their own all the time. Uh, I will go to Adrian. Adrian, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. What's up, Adrian? Uh, I have a chili recipe that everybody dies for, uh-huh. but honestly, it comes from a can. <laughs> it's called Chili Magic, and when I buy it. And bring it into the house. I've ripped the labels off of it so nobody can know what I'm doing. Oh, my God. <laughs> Chili magic <laughs> is your specific recipe. It. All right. So, Adrian, are you adding this to the chili or is it just the chili itself is is a, a, a product? So, it, it it's, it's sort of the spices that go inside of the chili with beans. Okay. And then you ground... You make ground meat and add tomatoes to it. So That's I mean, all. It's a little bit of work to it, but you just don't have to <laughs> well, buy the... The, the preparation the also, listen, the ingredients are one thing, but preparation is also really, really key. Like, yes. for, for me, when it comes to chili, I don't like huge chunks of meat. I, I like the meat to be, like, really kind of, like, finely ground down. Right. Okay. You know? And the yeah. same thing with, um, you were eating um chicken salad yesterday, Preston. Yes. And it's a pretty standard thing. You know, it's chicken, some mayonnaise, and, you know, chopped up uh, celery or whatever. Right. But... The best one I ever had was my, my friend Danielle made it when my father passed away. Dude, if you ever want to eat well, just ha- have a family member die and I then know. everybody brings food <laughs> oh, to your God, house. Yeah. Um, yeah, you definitely find out the secret recipes then. But the chicken salad that Danielle made was the best I had ever had. And it was just because of the way she prepared the chicken. You know, it was just boiled chicken, but she like shredded it apart with her hands. Mm-hmm. So it was, you know, it was pretty fine. Yeah, Nothing texture is chunky. a part. I remember of, of Danielle. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, that love making. Uh, that was a, a Waldorf chicken salad that I was having. Oh, so it's got like grapes, and grapes and nuts and you, stuff like that. You talk about the, the secret recipes coming over Preston when my mom passed away. <laughs> in case to that point yeah. years ago, 
My, my neighbor, Miss Prokoski, brought over a, it was breaded lemon chicken. It was the big thing. I'm like, that was, I still remember how good that was. Okay. Yeah. So not that you want death, but if it gives you a good menu item. <laughs> yep. Uh, by the way, Steve, here's the clip from uh, Black Mask. Yeah. Marissa got it. Did you marinate the steak? Because it's sour as well. You're killing me with sour. No, no. It's a family secret. Huh? Come on. You got to tell me that. Come on, you could do it. <laughs> What's the family secret recipe? It's, gr- it's ground garlic. <laughs> a little bit of soy. That's it? Yeah, that's it. That's it. I thought it was a family secret. Oh, God. <laughs> it's your recipe. No. No. You said to me, this is a family secret. And you gave it up to me. Boom. Don't look to John, because he's not going to help you. You spill the secret family recipe today, maybe you spill about me tomorrow. Is that something? Maybe it's a possibility. Listen, I was just saying. You were just saying. <laughs> just saying gets people sent to Allenwood. Just saying could get you buried real quick. Oh, dude, it's a freaky scene in the movie. It's him and David Harbour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but then he turns it on him, right? Yeah, 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 end, yeah, which is uh, which is pretty interesting. But yeah, this family recipe. Let me get this straight. So these are ramen noodles. Oh my god, that salad is so good. Yeah. Uh, yes, like it is cabbage. Good. I haven't had it in a long time. There's some bok choy in it, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, Let me yeah, ask like... you, Mister Magnata. <laughs> it's a family secret. Really. From the um, pe- Pepperidge Farm. Croutons. From Pepperidge Farm. Yeah. Uh, Pepperidge Farm. Uh, yeah, uh, it's it's funny how many. It's the standard thing, though. It's you 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 take it now. It's okay that you found a, a recipe. Yeah, it's it, you know, but then you 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 want to covet it and kind of make it your thing. Uh, here's a text that says my grandmother made uh, wedding cakes uh, that people raved about. Uh, when people asked her secret, she <laughs> said it was an old family recipe. Um, that then uh, she would say for years uh, she used a cake mix. She would walk in and say she would mumble. <laughs> Um, it's been in the Duncan Hines family for years. <laughs> this is some great wedding great. cake, Gum Gum. How did you make it? Gum Gum. So I, um, for the last couple of birthdays in my house, I've made cake from scratch, and it's a little bit thick, and I'm, I'm honing my recipe. So, Kathy, I want your mom's secret recipe that she got from a box. Okay, uh, from a book. From a book. All yeah. right. Uh, let me go, and uh, I'm going to go to a couple calls, and then, Kathy, we have advice for cutting your brownies. Oh, good. Oh, good. Okay, so let me, let me go to Elizabeth first, though. Elizabeth, good morning. Good morning. Hey, what's up, Elizabeth? Oh, I just wanted to tell you that my my mother-in-law had passed away, and we were at, like, a family barbecue, and I brought coleslaw. And everybody was like, when did Mom give you the recipe for this? And I said, well, it came off the Hellman's jar. It's on the Hellman's (laughs) jar itself. Everybody swore it was Mom's She was a liar! Famous recipe. The, the sacred coleslaw came off the Hellman's job. I love it. I love it. All right. So, Kathy, actually, multiple yeah. uh, pieces of advice. Let's Great. go with the brownies first, and then we'll get to the uh, the chocolate chips uh, in your uh, in your cupcakes. But I'll go to uh, Megan. Hey, Megan, good morning. Good morning. Hi. You have advice for Kathy on cutting her brownies. Sounds like she's taking a dump, doesn't I it? I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She could use a poop knife. Yeah. So have you ever used a plastic knife? No, I've never used that, a plastic knife. That so that helps a lot. It helps oh. like the brownies not stick to the knife and then it just glides right through. Okay. Right. Is that part it. of what's happening? That it sticks yes. to the knife? Yes. Okay. That's exactly and it. It crumbles off. 
Okay. Put some KY on the knife. Good to know. All right, I'm going to try the plastic knife. Plastic knife, yeah. And then also they have those pans that have like the. I tried that. See, I think it's because I want to make the brownies um, not like not dry them out. Right. I've had that, and it's been pretty good because it gives you like a crust all around, but it's still Mm. soft inside the brown. I know what you're talking about. It's like like every piece is a corner piece. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's got sectioned off. That's exactly drippy moist. All right. Thank you, Megan. No, that's. Did you hear I said I want to make it not dry instead of moist? Let me ask you something. Your brownies drippy moist. Uh, let me. Let me go to Cindy about uh, making sure that your chocolate chips are evenly distributed okay. and not right. at the bottom. Cindy! Hi, Cindy. Good morning, it. Good morning, hey, good morning it. it. What's up? So the the reason the chocolate chips fall to the bottom is because the batter is thinner. It's not as dense as the chips. So either use mini chips unless you, you're making a batter like a uh, like a pound cake or something where it's real thick, uh-huh. or if you're using regular chips. Mix them in a little bowl with a little bit of flour or powdered sugar first. And once they have that coating on them, they won't sink to the bottom. There you go. There are a number okay. of texts that are, that are coming in that concur with that. With that the coating. A little bit of flour or cake mix. Done. Of, of, the, of the brownie mix, and that will keep them from sinking. Right. Okay, because I do. Mm, thank you, Cindy. Because I do use the regular size. Mm-hmm. Chocolate chips. I don't use the minis, so uh, that makes sense that they're heavier and falling to the I, bottom. I, okay. I approve of you using the full chocolate chips. I think that's great. So, so, so try this to keep them suspended. Uh, I will go next to uh, Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Good morning. Good morning. It. Hi, good, good morning. It. Good morning, Lisa. What's up? <laughs> I accidentally created a famous Aunt Lisa chicken last summer uh, using a regular bottle of chicken teriyaki and my pressure cooker. My nieces are young, and they, they were kind of hesitant, but everybody was eating it, and they tried it, and now they want Aunt Lisa chicken all the time, and my secret recipe isn't very secret. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a bottle of teriyaki, uh, yep. to teriyaki. marinade. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yep. once you get your thing, though, you hold on to it, right? It's, I am the proprietor of Aunt Lisa chicken now. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's cool when you make something that people enjoy, especially if you got it off the back of a box. All right, now somebody has advice on the Chex Mix uh, brownies uh, and brownies for you. Okay. Uh, I mean, the Chex life. Mix thing, like an infant could make it. Uh, let's go to Kathy. Kathy, you're on the air. Good morning. Good morning. How are uh, you? Wonderful. So you have advice for this other Kathy here. I do. A- absolutely, the plastic knife works perfect. I'm a baker, so okay. I know. Oh, all right. The Chex, the Chex Mix, you have to double all the wet ingredients, not the cereal part, and then mix it up. And I use a big, um, a clean trash bag will work, but I dump everything in and try, instead of trying to stir it, put it in something big and shake it. Move okay. It around with the, yeah, um, I do put it in a Ziploc bag. Do you use a Ziploc bag or do you use something like a leaf bag for gardening? (laughs) Just use a trash bag. Okay, okay, all right. Wow, all right. uh, I know, right? Uh, So, so, and and that, that you you think that gets it done better? That's your problem? Yeah, well, you have to coat the chocolate and peanut butter and butter mixture first and then cover it with, uh, put it in the bag to coat it with the 10x sugar. All right. right. I think you have, I think. 
Thank you. I think they skipped a step. I think you have to like lay it out on um, on a pan or on a sheet and and pour the mix on it and then put it into the bag and mix it up. Whereas I just threw it all in the bag and then like half of it got covered and was in like giant Mm. chunks. And then the other half was just regular Chex Mix. You do take the stuff out of the boxes and stuff, right? In the bags. Uh, Real quick side note, Preston, when you're making French toast and you, you have the egg thingy that you make, are you supposed to put milk in that? Okay. And the egg thing, the mixture? Yeah. 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 You you mix the eggs and milk together and, milk and then you together. dip yes. the bread into yeah. that. Okay. Were you doing it a different way? I think I just used eggs the last time. Yeah. You got it. You definitely yeah. have to have the, the milk in there. And and I've also found, because I, uh, I thought that the longer you soaked it in there, the better, you know, the more flavor it would have. I mm-hmm. found, no, you don't want to do that. No. You want to just kind of dip it in, cover it. Yep. Oh, Boom. see, maybe that was my problem with the French toast because the recipe said soak Soak it for two minutes, a minute on each side. Whoa. I think that would be too much. Maybe, but it That's was, from my personal experience. But It was thick bread, though. Okay. So I wonder How if thick? It, mm. it was challah bread. Challah yeah. bread. <laughs> is what you want to use. Um, and how hot was the, was the pan? Super duper hot? Well, remember I told you that um, it didn't list, like, degrees, and right. I was using the... Um, griddle? Yeah, the griddle. Oh, the <laughs> griddle. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, wait, should it not be super duper hot? I mean, there's you got to find a happy medium, and it's okay. just trial and error. And some of these things you just got to keep doing, and eventually you get your rhythm. But See, you don't want to keep I don't doing it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just I, do me a favor and just lock a camera, like a like a time lapse camera, when you prepare this stuff. So I, I want to see the stuff, and I want to see the look on your face when you taste it, and, it's and are finally right. revolted by it, <laughs> and it sucks. Uh, here is a well, that sucked. Says our grandmother's fudge. She's made every Christmas and has been lauded as the best. It was a treat. That we could all grandkids, aunts, uncles couldn't get enough of. Found out it's on the fluffer nutter jar. Fluffer nutter jar. Oh, really? <laughs> and like it fudge. says all the adults knew too. Come on, really Grandma, this is great fudge you just gave us here. What's the secret recipe? Fluffer nutter. You bitch. <laughs> <laughs> fluffer nutter ends up ending. You know, like a lot of times that's applied to different things. It yeah. is. Um, I, did you ever have fluff and nutter sandwiches as a kid? I'm not into no. the fluff. Yeah, yeah. me neither. Yeah, my oh, daughter my loves it. Yeah, I, I told you guys, I don't, I don't like marshmallows With anymore. peanut me butter. Neither. Yeah. Yeah, we'd have it. Yeah, yeah, my, yeah that, my daughter loves fluff and nutter sandwiches, yep. peanut butter and, and fluff, and no mm. thank you. I wonder if it's good with, I was never into, what's that hazelnut stuff? Uh, uh, oh, Nutella. Nutella. I like Nutella, too. But I'll tell you this, they're super healthy. <laughs> <laughs> my college uh, Let's Get High and Snack on Something was... <laughs> Wheat thins in fluff and nutter. That's disgusting. It was amazing. The salty and sweet, it was so good. Really? Swear to God. Okay. Try it. Interesting. No. I definitely scarfed on on wheat thins as a munchy uh, munchy fixer. No, Only if that's the last thing left. Really? Not a wheat thins fan. I don't hate it. I just, there are so many better things that I would go to before. In that aisle, especially. Wheat thins with uh, cheese on it. Oh, so good. Yeah. I'll do that if you're doing like a cheese sampling. What we used to do when we had the toaster oven at home uh, growing up is uh, Triscuits and the Cracker Barrel. Yeah. You take that. Okay. You cut a little thing on in a square, put it on a, you know, and you make a whole tray of them, stick it in the toaster oven. I would make a, a BS pizza. I'd take a slice of bread. Yeah. Put a little like a uh, uh, jarred um, uh, sauce. spaghetti sauce, yeah, just like spaghetti sauce, did like Prego or something like that, mm-hmm. and a slice of cheese on top of it. Throw it into the into toaster the toaster oven. oven. We did it with English muffins, though. English muffins, mm-hmm. even Trust better. These little pieces you made. <laughs> <laughs> That's the recipe behind it. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's a family recipe. I can't, uh, really? can't tell you. Yeah. Hey, and why does um, big pepperoni taste better than little pepperoni? Do you know what, what I mean? Is, what? Like the big pepperoni, like the, the pepperoni that has la, the larger diameter. I know that the like smaller is easy to accept sexually. Yeah, okay. You're probably right Those there. Those taste like, better to you? I feel like, yeah, and it's it probably just a psychosomatic thing. Or it's But deli maybe. pepperoni, yeah. No, I, I, like the, I like the smaller. Like on the... Uh, the Twisted Gingers it brought by. They have smaller pepperonis. Mm. Uh, I think those taste better on pizza, but that's my personal preference. Like that scene? Like, Go ahead. Oh, sorry. They pop up, and then the oil, like, collects in, in it. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like that scene in Goodfellas when he's in it. He's got the razor, and he's cutting the, the yes. garlic super yeah. garlic. Yep. And then Paulie had a, a recipe for fluffing nuts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got to do the fluff just right. Did you marinate the steak? <laughs> How did you make this fluffing nut? It's the best goddamn fluffing nut I've ever had. Because it's sour as well. You're killing me with sour. No, no. By the way, that's David Harbour who's yeah. opposite nope, him nope, in nope. that. Yeah. Nope. Uh, so it says, this is Tim. I'm the convict Chi-Chi cook-off. Yay! And he says, you have to cook everything in a trash bag. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> was he the one that was in a really bad car accident? Do you I think remember? so. Uh, there was at the camp out for hunger. He showed up and he was all banged up. I'm not sure if that yeah. was Tim or not. And uh, yeah, but I, I think it was him who won the golden shiv. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great contest, man. Chichi. We had top. What do we have? We, oh, had, we had Nick Elmy. Nick Elmy. Yeah. And uh, Michael, Michael Klein. Michael Klein. Uh-huh. Oh, thank God they were disgusted by it. Yeah, uh-huh. prison food uh-huh. competition. Mm-hmm. It was great. Uh, hang on. Am I going to line four, you said, Case? Yeah. All right, let's go to Josh. Hey, Josh, good morning. Gadzooks. Gadzooks, buddy. Good, man. What's up? Um, <laughs> For, like, years, you know, for, like, every holiday, my dad would always make, like, string bean casserole and would always be like, you know, me and my family would be like, this is great, blah, blah. So, like, the one year I have to do... I had a friend's, um, you know, Friendsgiving. You right, know, yeah. Thanksgiving. <laughs> and I, I was like, and we all had to make a dish. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to steal that recipe off my dad. And what do you know? I go, Dad, how how do you make this? Blah, blah, blah. Guy goes in our cabinet or pantry or whatever, grabs the French's uh, fried onion container and just slams it and just says, read it. <laughs> 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 yeah, the green bean yeah. casserole is a standard, and and that's usually the one that that most people follow. Yeah, it's so funny. yeah, so like all this time, I was just like, I was like, for real? Like, yeah. You gotta be <laughs> yeah, I thought it was my mom's creation as well. Oh, the green bean yeah, casserole. Sure. I yeah, she came up. She's with a genius. She that's mom. Exactly. What a cook. Yeah. No. Nope. Yeah. I feel like a lot of those Thanksgiving <laughs> no recipes. <way. laughs> What's that? A lot of those Thanksgiving recipes all started on a on the back. Well, like yeah. stuffing. Stuffing yeah. is a standard. Yeah. Like the stovetop, other people think, oh, this is a family recipe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what about your uh, potato chip casserole press? Where did that uh, recipe come from? Don't know. It's got to be a. It's got to be on the back of a Lay's bag or something. It is so healthy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You definitely want to eat that and then run a marathon. We've made it for Casey's family before. (laughs) They devoured it. It's hash browns and and. Uh, uh, sour cream and and uh, the, you you crumble up at the end of it. it's got cheese all over it. If you, you crumble up uh, potato chips. Best thing I gotta ask. You, it's a family these, recipe. Are these potato chips in this? Because that's <laughs> unbelievable. Family secret. Huh? Come on, you gotta tell me that. You gotta tell me. <laughs> 
<laughs> these potato chips because they're unbelievable. Come on, you could do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the funny thing is, though, the psychology behind that, behind mm-hmm. the, you know, yeah. yeah. You know, but you want to position and take ownership of it. Oh, you don't want to think it was some rinky-dink thing. Yeah. Even you as the the consumer, you want to believe that somebody tenderly put this thing together for you. Somebody said unflavored or unscented dental floss will work in cutting the brownies. Really? Do you want to do that? Yes. I mean, if it didn't have, like, a coating on it, I would try that. Yeah. Use the plastic knife. That'll work. Yeah, no, I'll definitely do the plastic knife. You're not breaking into a safe. (laughs) Yeah, you could you could do that. You could absolutely do yeah, that. Yeah, that um, might be okay. pretty cool. You know but what? You, you would have to take the whole thing out, out of the pan. Right. Do you know it would work as well, Preston? to survive that trip in order for but, you well, to cut it. Well, it does. I have oh, done really? that before. A hacksaw. No, stop. Stop it. Right. Uh, anyway, this has kind of been the connoisseur. Uh, but thank you for your family recipes, or at least you thought they were family recipes. Do you want to read those off? Because these are really easy. Oh, somebody was saying that uh, good seasoned salad dressing has a good crab dip recipe. Okay. Really? Uh, and then Godiva Morsels has a great chocolate chip. It cookie. does. It Dottie does. has a cookbook that has all the recipes off of boxes and cans. Let me oh go to that real God. quick. What? I know we're running. Uh, Dottie, hi. 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 We got to wrap morning. this up quickly. What What's the name of the book? Uh, the Sides and Back Panels Cookbook. The Sides and Back out. Panels Cookbook. Okay. Yeah, it was put out by Dell back in 1981. Okay. It's paperback. It's awesome. Excellent. All right. Thank you, Dottie. You're welcome. I appreciate that. That might be worth getting. Dottie, this is a great book. <laughs> Where'd you get this book? No, uh, um, yeah, that's a genius. Uh, do I have time to go to this call? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? I'm yeah, sorry. I know we, right we have, we've got to yeah. make sure we stay on time for some certain things. But uh, I think I have a caller on the line. And uh, hi, is this Valerie? It is. Valerie, do you have a do you have a secret recipe for us or something else? Um, no, actually, I won 500 bucks. You've got to be kidding me. Oh, yeah. That is our money winner right there. She gets 500 Dollars courtesy of the No Sad Dough. Uh, well, that's awesome, Valerie. Where are you from? <laughs> from where? Mullica Hill. From Mullica Hill. Hill. Longtime MMR listener. Um, yeah, I love you guys. Listen to you all the time in my car. Excellent. Well, awesome. We love it. Well, we love that so much. We are going to give you five hundred dollars in our No Sad Dough competition. So, congratulations, Valerie. Sweet. Thank you, guys. All right. Excellent. Nice. It's that simple. We're exactly one hour away from your opportunity to win that money as well. So don't miss out on the No Sad Dope. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a moment. Make sure you stay with us. WMMR. We're not just in your car anymore. Ask Alexa to open MMR, and we'll come streaming right into your house. And we promise we're not listening to you doing stuff that often. Uh, real quick, uh, a thank you. I want to throw out. I'm not going to do a giveaway right now, but I do have some more, which we'll do in a little bit. But uh, visit Philly uh, in conjunction with Twisted Ginger's Brewing. Uh, brought by some pizza this morning. Coffee. It, it goes great with fresh beer, which, of course, they got plenty of. And Twisted Ginger's Brewing Company in Roxborough serves house-made pizzas with special beer-infused dough. And you can order cans and pizza to go and explore the full Greater Philadelphia Craft Beer Trail at visitphilly.com slash beer. So there's like 90 breweries in our area, and Visit Philly has got it all housed together, and you can uh, check out all of them. Now, aren't we the originator, Philadelphia, of like Beer Week, of the big 
you know that it was the the first city to really embrace the 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 micro brews and all that stuff and to really make something out of it. Right? Yeah, the guys behind Monks and um, yeah. uh, Joe Sixpack. Um, those Joe guys Sixpack. created uh, Philly Beer Week oh so many years ago. Yes. Yep. And it's actually pretty amazing here. I've been to other cities during their their Beer Week, and I've talked to people from Beer Week here, and they're like, oh, just so you know, it's nothing like Philadelphia. Mm, yeah. <laughs> like it stinks! Them, so. Yeah, it's, a, it's definitely a, uh, a, point, of, right, it a point of uh, pride. In fact, we're better than that. So. You're better than that! <laughs> Philly's better than that! We're better microbrews! Mm-hmm. That ain't you! Mm-hmm. That's us! <laughs> It ain't you. Yeah. It's us. Uh, so we'll do some more giveaways with those guys uh, in uh, just a little bit. Uh, what? Yeah. Uh, huh? I don't know. What? Uh, I don't know what to talk about. Oh, wait. I do have a thing. Oh, what? You got uh, something? There's something fun that should be played. The Huey Lewis. Oh. Oh, okay. Pairing. If you have a second, I think that might be kind of fun. Okay. We have two here. Which one am I playing? Well, there's a short version, and then there's a longer version. I okay. do the... Oh, Okay, let me. It is a mashup of Huey Lewis and Metallica. Yeah, this is pretty fun. Here we go. Which, by the way, I've always loved the song "Hip to Be Square." Great tune. on Mashup Madness. Yeah. The best part coming up there. <laughs> and what's great is the video... It intertwines live Metallica footage with live Huey Lewis footage, and it looks like they're doing the same show together. It does. It, it looks great. They did a great job. Yep. You. you uh, in fact, I had to do a double take at first. I'm like, wait a minute, and because uh, they had kind of changed the tinting and everything, it, it looks pretty, pretty close to the, being an actual concert. So uh, that's a lot of fun. Hey, speaking of fun, Valentine's Day. Uh, there is a Tennessee law firm uh, called the Powers Law Firm Crossville, and they posted a press release last week noting that they will be giving away uh, a divorce to the winner of the contest on Valentine's Day. <laughs> this is a this is a, a yeah. This has been done before. I like this idea. If you're you know, sometimes it's the beginning of love, and sometimes it's the end sometimes of love. Sometimes it's the end. Yeah. Listen, I I have a uh, my cousin is going through a divorce. We just recently reconnected, and she was telling me about it. And I said, hey, I, I said, you know what? Good for you. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, if if you don't don't look at this as something love and, is fleeting, and no, don't lo- huh. look at this as uh, something ending in your life it wasn't supposed to be and you're you're gonna you, you're gonna find what's supposed to be hopefully if so you can part getting amicably. out of a bad getting out yeah. of a bad relationship is a good thing if it was a bad relationship you shouldn't be in it you yeah. know what i mean if it's a life suck of course yeah if it's causing issues with kids of course yep yep exactly but nothing will patch up a bad relationship quicker than having kids well i was given a great <laughs> piece of advice on my wedding day from uh you guys remember brit goldstein remember him yeah, absolutely yeah, brit in ages yeah he said divorce is easier than murder so yeah that's true uh so they're gonna give away a free divorce uh to apply 
the divorce must be agreed upon by both party parties. Yeah. And a story must be submitted about why they want the divorce. Sorry, Tennessee. Uh, the firm says that it will select a winner on Friday, February 19th, the day after. And uh, they'll be accepting submissions through Monday, February 15th. In Pennsylvania, what is the quickest you could agree to get divorced and have that divorce completed? In other words, to be legally divorced. I don't know. No contest not here today. Yeah. I'm not really sure. I think it depends on the state. Like, there's different rules and So in PA, I wonder how restrictive it is. Uh, Here you go. Three to four months. Months? Two? Two? In Pennsylvania, the court may call an uncontested divorce, a no-fault divorce, or a mutual consent divorce. A mutual consent divorce is a faster divorce process than traditional divorce uh you can get divorced in three to four months rather than the standard two or more years can you get listen i know and trust me if you're about to call in Mm -hmm. we uh we we've talked to many people who have divorces have dragged on for years and years and years i interviewed a divorce attorney once and i think that mutual consent divorce like there's just a period of time that basically like the paperwork sits so like i don't know cooling off period yeah and i don't know you know why that was originally put in place and you know maybe if it's just some like thinking time or whatever it is but yeah like you have to file and then after 90 days you can you know schedule a court hearing or whatever it might be but um she had an interesting take on i asked her about failed marriages Mm -hmm. and she said to me um i don't refer to them as failed marriages it was still a marriage it just came to an end and i was like (laughs) okay (laughs) she said and there might be another one there might not be it wasn't a lethal car crash it was just the end of your trip but she said like it was a good point though like she said it doesn't have to be failed it was successful in its time it's just over right it's a positive way to look about you know when you're looking to get money from suckers (laughs) (laughs) i yeah i feel bad when people have gone through or or are going through a a really long process and you just hope that a cooler that cooler heads will prevail and just can we just end this but i guess it's not always that simple because there's money, there's kids, there's there's all kinds of things that that get in the mix, and then and and somebody gets petty about it, and then it becomes a you know uh, a tug of war. You got to look at it with, as as you said, let cooler heads prevail. Uh, prevail. Uh, I'm reminded of what OJ said. No, no, uh, <laughs> you've got to get to that point where you got to realize that you know you're going to have to live with each other in a world with each other afterwards, right? Now, I, and by the way, I told my cousins so they have four kids together. I'm like, well, unfortunately, you oh, guys geez. are tethered together, you know. And she goes, I don't like the word tether. Yeah, and I'm like, well, <laughs> you are, it's yours, you know. I have a, a friend of mine whose uh, kids finally aged out of, yeah. of uh, you know, of being um, over eighteen. Weekend visitations, well, well, just yeah. over over eighteen. Right, yeah, and and uh, when you're thirty four, you don't have to worry about that. And then you you no longer does this person have to be in contact with the ex any longer. Yeah, yeah. officially. Now right. they may just to check or something like that, but you don't have to. You don't have to stay in touch with that person. So it takes a while to get past it. Now I saw this article. Um, this is a psychotherapist, Dr. Jen Mann, says that there are a lot of ways. It says here that the relationship relationship experts say this toxic habit is one of the biggest prediction, predictors of divorce. So this is, the, this is a good sign that perhaps you're on your way to divorce. Correct. Can you correct this? Um, maybe. So right. it's essentially giving your significant other the silent treatment. Is a bad sign. Mm-hmm. If you're stonewalling them, 
then that may be an indicator. If you keep, if you find yourself doing that regularly, I was going to say, who hasn't done that? You're headed down the. Everybody path. does well, it now, yeah. and I've done it, and it's it's the thing that I and my wife has done it, and we've done it for for good runs, and and it's the worst. It's counterproductive, and mm-hmm. we both admit. The one thing we'll do is now is, you know, after learning about it, about, you know, talking in therapy and things like that, is that you say, okay, let's take a break. We'll revisit this in a little bit. And then and then if you can do that, it's hard as hell, especially when you think you have a point. You're right. Yeah. No, one, no one wins in that thing. But not talking. Let your mind race. Her mind races. It, it, it's not good. The, the ability to be able to sit down and... I'm not a therapist, obviously, yeah. but if you if you are having issues, to just listen, just sit and listen. First of all, without jumping in with your points, listen, 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 listen makes a huge difference. And also realizing huge difference sometimes you and then ag- they have to listen to you. Sorry, and, yeah, and sometimes you won't agree, mm-hmm. but you you take the greater imp- importance of what you have together, mm-hmm. and you this is not okay we we may not agree on this, but this is let's move past this now so according to this therapist uh a psychotherapist Dr. Genman says there are a lot of ways to stonewall someone, including acting cold and impenetrable, yeah, repeating the same thing over and over. purposely miscutting your brownies uh, <laughs> wait but like repeating something over and over like. I, I need an example of the, that. I, I would imagine the same point. Uh, ten, over minutes and over. Okay. ten minutes to Wapner. Ten minutes to Wapner. Ten minutes to Wapner. Right, Preston? Uh, yeah. That's ten minutes to Wapner. Now, Wapner's not even on. Yeah. Now, I don't know 100%, Casey, on that, but that's what I assume that yeah. means. The same point over and over and over again without right. budging on it. Uh, here's Here are a couple other ones. Avoiding eye contact. Yeah. And more, uh, but including completely ignoring the other person. Ignore. <laughs> Okay, yeah, ignoring is just bad. Again, knowing when to take a pause, though. Some people want to just jump right on it. We're going to work it out right now. No, let let it breathe a little bit. Yeah. Well, yeah, that other person has to listen to you. Yes. Too. If, they, you, if they want to be on it right now, you have to say, you know, I'm, I'm hearing what... Right. Use your words. Oh, yes. God. I'm hearing what you're saying, <laughs> but I need a moment to decompress. My, we have gained more... Rip your head off. Yeah. We've gained more <laughs> traction from my... I'm, I'm saying... I just need a few. This is, I, I want to talk. Give me a little bit. For 15 straight minutes. 15 straight minutes. <laughs> I've been watching you put your hands in that freaking fluff and that. <laughs> and I'm thinking, when are we getting a divorce? <laughs> Putting your big fat fingers into your disgusting mouth, which is filled with God knows what kind of bacteria. <laughs> For 15 years, I thought your string bean casserole was your own recipe. And now I find out it came off the back of a box. <laughs> oh, man. Somebody texted him right now. There are couples arguing and listening to the radio saying, See? Preston's right. <laughs> I told you. No, it, you no, yeah. it, and Casey's mentioned it too, and it, there, <laughs> you win no battle. You win. Well, you mm-hmm. win nothing other than stress. Y- y- think about the person means to you, and think about the larger picture. And that we're just different people. We're allowed to have different feelings mm-hmm. on different things. We don't have to agree all the time. 
uh, you know, I would stand my ground and I would, oh, it's in my brother, this is a mission. But yeah. listen, you can you can still, yeah. you, you can follow these steps and, yeah. and still talk it out and maybe realize that, you know what, yeah, we're not, we don't we're not agree good on. for each oh, other. Oh, we're not, yeah. We're not good for each other. But you need to find that out too. Right. You need to find that out because otherwise you're wasting your time. You gotta let cooler heads <laughs> And then you take the same big fat Filthy fingers. Don't talk you stuff like that. them back into the bowl that is there for public consumption. Take your big fat fingers and sign the divorce agreement <laughs> right now. All right, a couple of calls. Hang on a second here. Uh, first, I'm going to go to uh, Ken. Hi, Ken. You're on the air. Good morning. Good morning. What's up, Ken? Uh, well, my divorce was a mutual 90 days. Okay. Congratulations. Yeah, good job. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I was an a-hole. She was crazy. It worked out. <laughs> so yeah. was there a point at which you just looked at each other and said, oh, you know, listen, done. Let's wrap this up. Let's go. Let's move forward as expeditiously as possible. And is that how it progressed or was it was it a, a decaying orbit? It was a decaying orbit. Oh. I mean, yeah, I got tired of being responsible for every bad thing a man has ever done for her in her life. Yeah. And she got tired of me. Okay. So, yeah. so I thought that the house is a small price to pay to leave. All right. Mm. All right. Well, then you're happy now and she's happy? I have no idea if she's happy. <laughs> I have a second wife. <laughs> no, I'm happy. Okay. All right. That's all that matters. And then I hope she's yeah, happy, too. Yeah. Just curious. Are you really an a-hole or is that just what she calls you? No, I am. Oh. Okay. All right. Well, if you know that, that's cool. She understands that she, she, she didn't believe me when I said, this is the way I am. I'm not going to change. But, you know, she did the, the, the stereotypical woman, I can change him. Okay. Oh, see, it's a stereotypical <laughs> woman. Yeah. Stereotypical woman. Yeah. Stereotypical woman. Yeah. We all you're like you're real. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you made a lot of fans out there. Yeah. <laughs> so you're digging your own grave. When, when, when a person tells you how they are, believe them. Yeah, no, that's that's good yeah, no, advice, too. When people tell you what they are, they, well, they yeah. seldom, you know. Yeah. It also depends on how much a person is trying to change you. I mean, yeah. slight changes that might be better for you, you right? Know? And and you can be open to those as well. I've certainly changed who I am, yeah. am since I've been married and uh, over the years as well. I don't stand my ground and this is who I. Well, some things I might, but <laughs> you know, yeah, I don't know. But I, listen, people's is people. I, I accepted the wardrobe changes. That's fine. No, okay. There you go. Okay, cool. All right, thanks, uh, Ken. Take care. We're gonna go to Abe, who is a therapist. All right. Hi, Abe. Good morning. Good morning. So as a side note, I forgot to tell your associate, this is Superfly from the uh, discussion a while ago about polyamory. Oh, okay. I do remember that discussion. Yeah, I think yeah. I remember that. Yes. He's a, an, so, an urban okay. drug dealer who wears pimp clothing. No, not that Superfly. <laughs> oh. Different one. Listen, you don't know my life. <laughs> That's true. He might be. He could be. For all we know. What kind, of, what kind of a therapist are you, Superfly? So... I work with a variety of populations, adults, teens. I specialize working with teens. But particularly, whenever I work with adults and I talk with couples, work with anyone who's having arguments, I talk about having, I call it a disengage word. Yeah. Often my clients will say, oh, so you mean a safe word? And I say, okay, whatever word you want to use, whatever. And basically what that means is you both have an established word, such as, I don't know, banana, at which point, you both, one of you says banana, and the two of you have an established amount of time that you disengage from each other. You give each other space, whether it's physical or emotional, whatever. Maybe you go to the other room, maybe you stay in the same room, you just don't talk about it, and you give yourselves 
time to cool down mm-hmm. from the argument before continuing with the argument. But particularly, you set a specific amount of time. If you just right. we'll get to this later, it becomes nebulous. You don't know whether or not you're going to get to it. And it just becomes a lot of trouble. So yeah. we, we, we sort of have the we, – we'll max out at maybe like two days now. And, and you know, but, but I mean, usually it's by the next day we're, we're, we're talking about it. We go in our separate rooms. We eat our bananas. Yeah. And then we, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll tell you what, Abe, you know, what, what has worked for me, and I would suggest this to anybody, it, it, especially if the, the argument or the fight is, is uh, fresh and, and pretty raw – just say apology accepted, and then everything is all. <laughs> oh forgiven. my god! Yes. Oh my god! It works every time. And, and that builds resentment, and then that leads. <laughs> Let to me ask you something that you have in <laughs> That's when murder is a better option than divorce. Yeah. Uh, my <laughs> wife started using that against me. I was I like, no. You, I know how you chicks get when you have your period. <laughs> I uh, yeah. There was one time that the girl I was saying at the time we had it out, and and oh, uh, no. I remembered saying, you know, I think you owe me an apology. Oh wow. <laughs> she did. Didn't think she owed yeah. me an apology. <laughs> she thought I owed her an apology. It turns oh out, my God, she owed you a keyed car. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, when resentment builds like that, it it becomes further issues down the line. Oh, yeah. and you lose the ability to see the clarity of also the. And I think at a, at a certain level is that when you just let a little bit of breathing take place, you realize there there, you know, for the most part, at least with my experience, there 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 issues these are things that were transient that seem so much more important in the moment that are not that important and yeah. if they are you work you at least can approach them with a slightly cooler perspective mm-hmm. yes 100% yes all right you know and somebody texts in and says i like the advice of disengage but i know that my fiance would never honor that and would just ridicule me for it well, that doesn't oh, sound cool if you oh, feel like your fiance oh. is going to ridicule you but i guess that's when you can that's Shove the banana. Can, well, no, that's when you can weed it out and realize, okay, they're not taking this seriously. Yeah. And and exactly. that this might be a big indicator that this ain't going to work out. Yeah, if fiancé refuses to acknowledge your feelings mm-hmm. and would ridicule you for self-care and actively trying to peacefully work through issues, <laughs> Yeah. Pardon my language, but screw that guy or screw right. that woman, whoever. Yeah. Screw that human. I gotcha. And should we laugh at him yeah. like that? Yeah. Yeah. I think my I go to I go to Superfly and he laughs like a, yeah. like a, the Joker. Yes. I wonder what that says about us. Because... <laughs> Thank you, by the way. It was good to talk to you, man. We'll see. I, you. For some reason, and maybe I'm just a misogynist or a sexist or whatever. But when you read that text, I was like, I just assumed that the ridiculing fiance was a female, and then the oh, the, I did the other way. You did the yeah, other yeah, way. I, so, it, I figured it was a guy. So. I wonder. No, I think you just whatever, whatever popped in your head. No, you know? That's disgusting. Sounds like some, sick I, son of a bitch. <laughs> sounds like bitch. I need to work on something. You are misogynistic, <laughs> bad. Uh, by the way, maybe some shock therapy will do it. Uh, fix you up. Boston University researchers have found that that uh, problem gamblers, uh, shopaholics, and compulsive eaters could have their brains retuned by zapping with them with electricity. You notice they don't mention porn addiction, <laughs> right? Right. You right. notice that. Uh We're good. Uh, It says here the technique is non-invasive and involves sending small jolts of electricity to an area of the gray matter in the brain connected to addictive behaviors. Like, are are you really talking about electric shock therapy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can just hold both terminals of your car battery. Right. Uh, So this has nothing to do with a divorce and so on, but if you do have some other... 
uh, issues like uh, that are, I guess, compulsive type of issues, maybe like, you know, gambling and and shopping. Uh, It is said to retune the brain waves. And in an experiment, it reduced obsessive compulsive behaviors uh, for up to three months. Now, I don't know to the extent. I don't know if we're talking about, you know, like one flew over the cuckoo's nest yeah. type of, uh, of shock therapy. Right. Maybe they have way. different ways of doing it. A rubber that stopper now. in your mouth, and before you know it, an Indian's throwing a water cooler through the window to help you escape. <laughs> no, but if I recall, that's from the movie. If I recall, I mean, there, there are benefits to those treatments, but. Oh, yeah, I know you, someone you, who. who... You, you, your hair straightens right out. No, I know somebody who got it for um, severe depression. She yeah. got it for uh, a number of months, and, um, you know, she explained it to me as no, it is not one flew over the cuckoo's nest, but right. it is that therapy where they're shocking your brain, your brain waves, or whatever it is. And um, she, you know, claimed that, that it helped, but I mean, she was, it was like severe depression. There are people, who've, yeah, who've used it for that. The, the you know, I mean, they're, like at that time, as depicted in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, you were just a little, you're in the same realm of lobotomies and yes. things of that nature. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so it says that uh, it could prove to be a good alternative treatment to using drugs. Which can cause unwanted side effects or disappointing outcomes and sometimes addiction. So. But what if you were to snort coke while getting the shock therapy? Oh that, that'd God. be so awesome. Hmm? <laughs> dude, dude. That was awesome. <laughs> dude, electroshock therapy and an eight ball. Yeah. <laughs> uh, dude. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Maybe there's all kinds of treatments out there that might work for you. Who the hell knows? <laughs> uh, or you know what else might do good for you is uh, some pizza and beer. Yeah. Uh, I have got uh, Twisted Ginger's Brewing $25 gift cards to give away, and I can give one away right now. I, You know what? What? Screw that. What? What? Two away. <gasps> oh! Callers 10 and 11 at 215-263-WMMR, and we will set you up with this, and that might be just what the doctor orders. Let's find out. Give us a call. You know what else might work is money. $500 in cash because we have no sad dough coming up in just a little bit. So let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll get to the B file. We'll get you that word for no sad dough. Hopefully, some money in your pocket. We'll be right back. Stream MMR wherever you are on WMMR.com, our mobile app on your smart speaker, and at radio.com. Uh, real quick, do you mind if I, uh, somebody asked very nicely for this. It's been in their head, uh, for a while and they wanted to hear it. It's your, it's your version, Casey. Okay. He said, I've, I've heard this clip in my head all day long. Can I hear it, please? So go ahead. There you go. Just for you, mystery texter. They just wanted to hear that for some reason. It got stuck in their head. You know. We aims to please. There'll be a time. Spring will be around the corner. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As you notice, days are getting uh, longer now, a little bit more. I have noticed. It's wonderful. Yeah. We see our sunrise. Slowly, slowly. Uh, by the way, real quick, thank you to Twisted Ginger's Brewing. Uh, I'll do another giveaway, but not at this very moment. Uh, they are in Upper Mania. True community affair. The 100-year-old tap room is adapted this year to serve customers the cans and pizza that they love. You can find out more. Wow, it's really good. At the Greater Philadelphia Craft Beer Trails, 90-plus breweries at visitphilly.com slash beer. They have some really good pizza, man. So I tried the So Cheesy. Mm. Holy hell! I had the pepperoni, and then I had the, uh, I think it was the autumn... Um, of our discontent? No, it was autumn bacon. Uh, it had it had a drizzle on it. Oh, right. drizzle! It had a drizzle. Oh, the battlefields of, were drizzled with blood. No, not blood. It was is that a um, balsamic? 
Is that a buzzword for you when no. it comes to Drizzle. autumn apple bacon? Yes, it is. Drizzle. Drizzle's a buzzword. Yeah. All right. You know what? Uh, it's 9.57, so we can crank out a little B-file and then do the... Uh... Start cranking. Yeah, and then we can do the Tostando. Here we go. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. Tis brought to you by Horizon Services. $50 off any heating repair. Two-year uh, guarantee is included. Visit horizonservices.com. So... A report of an individual who rented a car, leaving drugs behind in the vehicle, then returning to get them on Wednesday morning led to two arrests. Uh, Azim Hiltz was arrested on multiple felony drug counts. A second man, Sharif Frazier, was also cited in the incident. Now, it began when deputies were alerted by a rental car company that an individual had left drugs in the vehicle that they had returned. Deputies encountered both Hiltz and Frazier, who had returned to retrieve the drugs that they had forgotten. And it wasn't just like, you know, a bag of weed or something like that. They found 140 glassine envelopes containing a quantity of heroin, more than 35 grams of MDMA, 62 counterfeit oxycodone pills pressed with fentanyl, 10 suboxone strips, a quantity of marijuana, and more than $5,600 in cash. So they just they left something behind. Listen, okay. we were just there. I think I left about $50,000 worth of various narcotics. <laughs> <laughs> Deputies then found Frazier with a quantity of marijuana. So they were both uh, arrested on multiple Could you check for us? Charges. Thank you. I'll wait. Uh, at the beginning of the week, Italian soccer player Federico Marchetti took a look at his Ferrari 812 Superfast and decided it needed to be washed. I took a look at this car. Yeah. It's gorgeous. Uh. That turned out to be a fateful decision, one that the goalkeeper would come to regret. Following heavy rainfall in northwestern Italy over the last week, Marchetti sent his gorgeous red sports car off to be washed. But before it could be returned to the star, an attendant at the car wash lost control of the vehicle and destroyed it. Following the cleaning, an employee drove the coupe to Genoa's training facility. But at some point during that journey, yeah, the attendant reportedly lost control of the car, smashed into several other parked vehicles. Though the driver escaped without injury, this wasn't uh, some minor accident. Photos of the crash posted on social media showed that the nose of the $340,000 sports car bore the brunt of the collision, effectively rendering it totaled. Um, and $340,000. Yeah, and see if, see, see oh, if you can find a picture of it's it before, destroyed. before it wrecked, because it's a gorgeous car. That's I'd never why seen I never before. spend more than $300,000 on, on a car. By the way, the 812 Superfast is Ferrari's most powerful sports car ever built. It has a top speed of 211 miles per hour. Local reports suggest the car wash employee wasn't prepared for the power lurking beneath the hood. I'll take this one. (laughs) And sure enough, the curvaceous speed machine is a true beast that most drivers would struggle to control. Powered by a naturally aspirated 6.5 liter V12 matted to a 7-speed dual clutch automatic transmission. It's capable of churning out 789 horsepower. With 530 foot-pounds of twist. All that power allows the car to rocket from 0 to 60 in under 3 seconds and reach a top speed of 211 miles per hour. As you would imagine, Marchetti uh, was none too thrilled to learn that his beloved car had been destroyed. But his annoyance quickly turned to forgiveness after seeing the criticism that the car wash employee ended up taking after that. So 
He sympathized with him. I have no idea what's going to happen with this kid. My guess is it's insured. I would guess so, too. But, yeah. But, like, for one of those cars, you don't just run down to the dealership and pick one off. You got to order. You got to wait for another year, probably. So we'll see. Mm. Uh, And this is weird. An infestation of badgers is wreaking havoc on a city cemetery in England. We don't need your stinking badgers. Sparking fears that human remains could soon be unearthed. Oh, no. Graves are reportedly caving in at Yardley Cemetery, where the protected animals are thought to have been burrowing underground since last summer. One distressed mourner whose family's plot has been dug out by the animals fears it's only a matter of time before remains are starting to be brought above ground. Uh, Jillian Evans, whose mom, dad, and brother are all buried at the cemetery, is called for urgent action to remove the animals. There's shocking footage that showed the damage caused by the unwelcome invasion of the animals. It, it's got to be troubling to know that, uh, you know, your beloved gum gum is being devoured by Wait, badgers. did you say it's local? No, no it's in England. England. Oh, England. It's in England. Uh, access to the affected area has been limited to prevent any accidents from happening. This is due to the risk of ground collapse and to prevent any trips... And falls. Well, some you know they have those issues sometimes. They had that sort of going on in New Orleans where they have a you know the, the water table is very weird. Well, yeah, that's why they they the bury crypts, people above yeah, ground yeah. there. But uh, do you know who's a big advocate for badgers? Is uh, Brian May? Brian May, yes. exactly. Yeah, one about, of his main causes. Yes, wow. yep. Because yep. for the longest time they were they were essentially hunted for no reason. Right. All right, and there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you. Let's do this. 93.3 WMMR presents No Sector. All right, we got a word for you. That word's worth $500, and you need to enter the keyword large. All right, L-A-R-G-E, and you have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. Three ways to do it. Via text to the special contest short code number, which is 45911, or to be automatically entered in for the $10,000 grand prize, Enter on the MMR app or at WMMR.com, and one random entry wins $500 in our company-wide contest. That person's going to get a call from Beasley. Make sure you answer your phone. Contest rules are available at WMMR.com. So let me give you that word again, large, L-A-R-G-E. Good luck to you, my friend. We'll take a break. Come back in just a moment. we got trash, music, news, and more. we got a tattoo to give away as Yay. well for Tattoos Day, so stay put. We'll be right back. Love Preston and Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. It is indeed a Tuesday morning, meaning a Tuesday. So we've got just a little bit of time left to text in the word tattoo to 39333 to potentially win yourself a Preston and Steve tattoo. It's also only 11 minutes after 10, which means there's a handful of minutes left for you to enter the word for no sad dough and five hundred dollars, and that word would be large, L A R G E. So get on that now through texting it at four five nine one one, or through the MMR app, or through at WMMR.com. If you don't win now, don't worry. Got it again at noon and two, four, six, and eight p.m. Yes, exactly. <laughs> All those chances to win. Right now, we got something else completely uh, for you to win, and it's via the lesson question. We are going to give away a digital download of The Stand-In, which stars Drew Barrymore. And the question we're going to go with today, Steve's mouth blew up when he mistook a churro for what? 215-263-WNR. Steve's mouth blew up when he mistook a churro for what? 215-263-WMMR. 
Uh, let's see if you know the answer. Call now. We'll do the trash while you are getting in touch with us. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you this morning by AutopartsExpert.com. Hard to find. Brand name parts available same day. What's happening this morning, Steve? Well, online gossip site JustJared.com reporting that Justin Bieber was spotted out near his Hollywood home Sunday morning and he flashed a peace sign. In a related story, the reporter who filed that report later went home and literally cried himself to death. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, that's a true. That was an actual story. story. Legendary actor James Earl Jones celebrated his 90th birthday on Sunday and shared his secret to longevity. Jones told USA Today that he always makes it a point to completely shut the wood chipper off before licking the blades. Oh, my God. Hey! It is over for 48-year-old Ben Affleck and 32-year-old Ana de Armas with news that she has moved out of his home outside of Los Angeles. The two reportedly parted on the best of terms with Affleck admitting that de Armas left him with a 401k level deposit in his mental spank bank. <laughs> and that's your Hollywood trash. So we shall see if you've been paying attention and know the answer to this question. Steve's mouth blew up when he mistook uh, what for a churro, 215-263-WMMR. And I will see if we can get ourselves an answer. Yeah, let's go to Sean and try this out. Hey, Sean, good morning. Morning. All right, Sean, what does Steve mistake for a uh, churro? A stick of dynamite. You're correct. Yeah. Yeah. Stick of dynamite. Hang on, Sean. We're going to give you a digital download of The Stand-In, starring Drew Barrymore. You can stream it instantly on your smart TV or favorite device with the Redbox app today. Rated R from Paramount Pictures. Time for music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. All right, we're going to start off with a uh, Pearl Jam story. It's too bad Nick's not here, but I'm sure he knows this. The British tribute band called Pearl Jam, but spelled with two M's. Clever. Have been sent a cease and desist by the real Pearl Jam. The Seattle-based Seattle band is demanding uh, the cover band destroy merchandise with the Pearl Jam name. Wow. As well as providing them with email addresses and web domains associated with the band. You know who this makes nervous? Pearl Jim. Pearl Jim. <laughs> That'd be a great yeah. like, air name or something. You know, radio Pearl name. Jim. Name's Pearl Jim. <laughs> In a recent story covered by BBC News, the, Pearl, the British Pearl Jam revealed that uh, according to legal documents from the van Pearl Jam, the tribute band's name is, quote, damaging to the Pearl Jam brand and causing confusion among man, uh, fans. Which, listen, I get it. Uh, if you you could have chosen something else, like like call your band Evenflow or the name of, a, right. uh, of an album or something right. like that, not straight up Pearl it, Jam. It, it's it's pretty stupid that they wouldn't see this issue. Yeah. It's like so, Metallica. <laughs> so in, in response, uh, the cover band Pearl Jam posted a letter to the real Pearl Jam, Pearl Jam on social media, which reads... To Eddie, Jeff Stone, Mike, Matt, Boom. Uh, to Pearl Jam, you have broken our hearts. You have known of our tribute band for years, yet have waited until a global pandemic to have threatening legal letters sent. This isn't the Pearl Jam we know and love. The Pearl Jam that stands up for social issues and against corporate giants. Yet your lawyers tell us it is indeed you, the band, that are behind this. <laughs> You know how Matt Cameron felt about his hero's kiss. 
when they took umbrage to his own tribute band, Kiss, which was spelled with lowercase letters, uh, by the yeah. way. No one has ever confused us or our merchandise with you or your merchandise. And so to say that is likely the, that it is likely is clearly nonsense. Uh, we have not caused you... As American heroes landed on the shores of Normandy. <laughs> uh, we have not caused you or your brand any damage whatsoever. In fact, we have done quite the opposite. Uh, such was the pressure exerted by the aggressive wording of the legal letters we received. We have questioned whether we even want to continue. We wow. know of at least one other tribute band that decided to call it a day over this. It may have been easier, cheaper, and more effective for one of you to reach out to us personally. Uh, we would have done that for you, <laughs> but not like this. Well, now they're threatening to join Stone Temple Pirates. Uh, your, action, <laughs> your actions are out of character and unreasonable, uh, yet our love for the music endures. We sincerely hope that, despite confirmation to the contrary, you are blissfully unaware of actions being taken in your name. We invite you to respond, either publicly or privately, and rescind the legal threats that have been made. Dear Pearl Jam, I've got your letter. If you pay me. Uh, we would... We would like to thank our own fans who have shown us overwhelming support since the story broke and who have voiced equal disappointment in the actions of Pearl Jam with love. Santi, Richard, Matt, Tim, and Andy. The names we know so well. Yeah. I, I would say this is Come that you, you do have to... You could have... You, you could have... You could have even done Pearl Jim, mm-hmm. you know. Right, but but I mean, one extra letter. Yeah. Well, what is, if they spelled Pearl different? What if they spelled it P U R L? Then that's different. Yeah. It maybe. would be easy to. I think it's too easy to look at the merchandise. It, to me, it, I, I get, it. and I understand where the band's coming from. Yeah. Well, well, listen. I, any. I, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I think as a tribute band, it's on you though. Yeah. To to make it clear that it is that somebody is not making a mistake and yeah. and accidentally buying tickets to a Pearl Jam show and they end up at a Pearl Jim show, <laughs> but I mean, you know, I, I think you have to distance it and you have yeah. to have respect for the band that, right. after all, did create the music that you are using to get a career out of, like smushing pim- smushing pumpkins, <laughs> smushing pumpkins. Yeah, I like that. Smushing I like that pumpkins. Smushing pumpkins. <laughs> it's a great show, but it's or a banana. A bit. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Vernana. Vernana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. exactly. Uh, okay. But you're right. I mean, Loser. any, um, any uh, tribute band that I've ever heard of is usually they'll take a, either a lyric from a song right. or yeah. a song title, and that becomes the name of the band. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yep, yep. And so my favorite was that it was a dual one, uh, Bon Journey. Yeah, which that should. Is that, bon Jovi and Journey. Yeah, but that's I like good. That. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember Dread Zeppelin? Yes. Yep. <laughs> Or like our, they did reggae versions of Led Zeppelin songs. That was awesome. Maeve Flathews. <laughs> Maeve Flathews. Maeve Dathews. Mm-hmm. You could do that. Just switch you actually yeah. could. Yeah. As, but, I mean, again, I like the idea of grabbing so a name. Be, yeah. Gerald Pam. <laughs> yeah. Gerald Pam. Pam. Yeah. I would go with, like, Vetter Bay Biscuits or something yeah. like that. Vetter Bay Biscuits. Vetter Bay Biscuits. Yeah. yeah. Like Cheddar Vetter. Yeah. Cheddar Vetter. Vetter. Cheddar runs with the How about Jeremy about Spoke? Cheddar? I like Jeremy Eddie Cheddar, Spoke, dude. right? I like Eddie Cheddar. Eddie Cheddar. Eddie Cheddar. There awesome. you go. Yes. But you know who has a good one is uh, our buddy Hal Sparks. Yeah. Nerd Halen. Nerd Halen. I love it. And they it. all dress in nerdy outfits and I play like nothing that. but Van Halen covers. And, and Hal does the vocals in kind of a nerdy voice. It's pretty cute. I actually. do like that. But that, they, there's, there's a lot more of a distinction then. I like Eddie Cheddar. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. Uh, prior to being known as Radiohead, that band was called uh, On a Friday. That was the name of their band. Radio Hood. Uh, and or it could be TV Head. TV Head, yeah. It was a different medium. Roadhead. Yeah. Internet Head. Roadhead. <laughs> Double Head did. Yeah. Dildo. Right. I don't know. And their their number one song, Crepe. Uh, so they they were called On a Friday because that's when they got together to practice. And they, they were students in... Did you say stupid? <laughs> <laughs> there were students in Abington, Oxfordshire at okay. the time, or Oxfordshire. Right. And one of the their old demo tapes has now made it onto the auction block. They said some angry villagers chased, chased Tom York into the recording studio with lit torches. Uh, bidding on <laughs> the, I'm not an animal. The cassette begins on January 26th uh, via Omega Auctions. According to the BBC, the cassette... Uh, features handwritten notes and a label designed by Tom York. There are six songs on the tape, and three have never uh, previously been released. The cassette is expected to go for around $1,600. Uh, the seller is anonymous, but is reportedly a friend of the band who's received the tape from one of its members in the early 1990s. 1600 is not bad. I bet that would really appreciate over time. Well, yeah. But it is magnetic tape. It's going to degrade. Yeah, so you got to keep that I, in mind. How would you even go about securing... The audio quality of a cassette tape and to keep it from degrading. There's I got mean, the to, actual tape itself. There's got to be some techniques that maybe slow it down a little bit because they do archive that stuff. Do you know they archive a lot of film and a lot of... Carlsbad Caverns has a huge... Storage, You're not joking. I'm not. It's okay. a huge facility for, for silent films and things of that nature. The, the atmospherics mm. are perfect for keeping that, you okay. know, like the... the um, it, it's not yeah, meant the to last. And, yeah, yeah. And, uh, okay, interesting. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That stuff degrades right. over time without question. Uh, this is pretty cool. Megadeth's Dave Mustaine has earned his jujitsu purple belt. Wow. At 59 years old. Um, it was reported that uh, the guitarist received the new ranking <laughs> two years after earning his blue belt. So he's been working towards it for a while and was uh, promoted by uh, Reggie Almeida, who leads uh, Gracie Barra Sparring oh. Hill in Tennessee. And that's like they kind of just walk up to you and go, you have a, you are now a brown belt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll tell yeah. you that, uh, that you have advanced. Guess that's, what? You don't test. <laughs> uh, you don't test. You, you, you train, you train, and you train with the same people, and they eventually assess your, uh, your ability, and then they award you. Um, so, uh, Mustaine recent, uh, currently holds black belts in Taekwondo and, uh, Yuki Danko, uh, Yuki, uh, Dokan Karate. That's where you use donkeys as nunchucks? Uh, back in 2007, <laughs> the World Taekwondo Federation named him as a goodwill ambassador to, of the world. Huh. Uh, and he successfully ba- battled back, uh, yes, I messed up when I said that. Uh, no, you didn't say that. throat cancer diagnosis. So he is a badass. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I had no idea, but uh, congratulations to him. That's huge, man. At 59, uh, 59 that's a, sure. That's a hell of an achievement. Uh, Weezer will release their 14th studio album, OK Human, on January 29th. The band announced on Instagram that the first single called All My Favorite Songs uh, will be out on Thursday, the same day that the album pre-orders will start. And there will also be a limited amount of vinyl available on Weezer's web store. Uh, the band's 15th studio album, Van Weezer, is still, I love it, still scheduled for a release on May 7th. That was, well, that was sadly prescient that they got that out in time. Yeah, you're right. Um, but yeah, passed. wonderful still. And there you go. 
That's music news for today. Nice. All right. It was a good one. Thank you. I have one last $25 Twisted Ginger's Brewing gift card to give away. Uh, let's take caller number 14 at 215-263. Uh, WMMR, you can pair small batch IPAs with pizza made from scratch at Twisted Ginger's Brewing Company. It's really good. One of more than 90 breweries on the greater Philadelphia craft beer trail. Uh, get the scoop at visitphilly.com slash beer. So we will take care of you right now. We'll break. We'll come back in a second. Get ready to wrap the whole thing up. And we still have to give away a Tattoos Day. So if you're interested, you have just a few minutes left to text the word tattoo to 39333. And you might win that gift certificate that we have up for grabs uh, from Floating World. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. It's MMR's. No shadow for you. I just won five hundred dollars. Cash money. No shadow. I'm a winner tonight. Yes, you are. Win money. No shadow. We're just here to try to make 2021 a little better than 2020. We already started off great with that. <laughs> Fantastic. No shadow. Listen even hours, weekdays. That's 8 and 10 a.m., noon, 2, 4, 6, and 8 p.m. Get the keyword and text it to 45911 or enter it via WMMR.com or our app to also get qualified for the $10,000 grand prize. No, Santa! I'm Dan excited, and I'd love to take you to dinner. It's on, girlfriend. From 93.3 WMMR. You got 500 bucks. I do. I can't believe it. What are you going to do with it? Buy me a beer? Is that what you said? <laughs> Everything that rocks. See official rules at WMMR.com. Wrapping up today's program. Um, mostly sunny. It looks pretty crappy right now. It looks cloudy, just but but our windows are tinted as dark as I've ever seen them be tint. Yeah, we uh, we think we have a way that might... Address this issue. No, no, no. Trust me. It involves, let's just call it black magic. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I was driving away yesterday and the windows, so during the day, and it was a little cloudy. I mean, it was like like, partly sunny, I guess, but when I left. So there were some clouds out. Mm -hmm. And it was the windows from the outside, when you see them, they're completely black. Yeah, you get like opaque. Black. You can't see anything. Windows. Mm -hmm. Why? How does that look? Is there a black window? Does it look cool out there or? (laughs) I mean, Sleek. listen. So badass. Yeah. Like Steve has said, they put a square uh, box on the outside of a round building. So yeah. black windows or not, it doesn't <laughs> look that cool. Uh, just give All us right. a little sunshine. Give us some light for crying out loud. That's what we <laughs> ask for, especially. Well, listen, we we bring this up a lot. For us, psychologically, it shouldn't impact upon you. But for us, it, it, it is a bizarre thing to always think we're just seconds away from a tornado. Steve, for 15 minutes. <laughs> 15 <laughs> minutes yeah. we had the sun and then it disappeared. <laughs> then I see your fat fingers all over the sun. And the building is dark again. For 15 straight minutes. <laughs> I love it. In college, I did a persuasion. you. I did a persuasive speech on sunlight therapy and what the what sunlight actually does for your mental health. I can see if I could dig that Please, up and we can I, present I, it I, to Philadelphia Insurance. I'd be curious to see what ju- just the seeing of the sun. I know just psychologically seeing the sun, <laughs> seeing light. This actually, what do they call your your circadian rhythm? Makes it, you thick. It makes you thick. <laughs> what what indicates to you what time of day? Blind people suffer from it when they you know it's, they do mm-hmm. a commercial about that where oh. their clocks can get thrown off and they don't know what time of day it is. That's not that we're blind or suffer the way blind people do, but but I'm saying 
it, it does F with your psychology a bit. Mm. We should mm. set up some slot machines in here. It's like the casino. Uh, know. You don't yeah. know what day it is. You don't know we if don't it's know light out it's or not. Sometimes the clocks don't work. Sometimes <laughs> we can start smoking cigarettes. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if I need to go tie tie. What's it like out in the real world, Pierre? It's actually cloudy out. Yeah, okay. Right. Right. Yeah. We have no uh, idea. So it is It is confusing in this right. strange and bizarre and hideous Sick. thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, anyway, how you doing, man? Welcome back. Thank you. Well, I, I thought you guys were off yesterday, but you no, weren't. We um, we came in for you. Good for you. I'm glad. Um, and um, I had a pleasant weekend. Good. I caught up on The Boys. Oh! Uh, wow. Had you, you not? The boys? I finished it. I oh, mean, it's wow. two seasons, right? There's yes. Yeah. What, what did you show? think? I, I, I didn't like it the first four, three or four episodes. It, it, there was a... There was a darkness to it, but then I didn't get the the underlying rest of the other stuff that was that was there. Um, it's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you had a boy on, and I don't know which one you had on. Homelander. Oh, we had Homelander. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. what's yeah. that guy's name? Anthony. Um, good question. Star. Anthony Starr. Yeah, Anthony okay. Starr. He was great. Wow. He's a Kiwi. He's from New Zealand. Oh, yeah. is he? Mm-hmm. He. Yep. It, I mean, he's so evil. Oh, my God. I mean. Just <laughs> brutally evil. The, you know, and the fact that they're all sponsored and, you know, they're always interested in their, their rating points and their popularity scores. And, and using social media to, yeah. to, to re- and, and to get messaging out. Right. It's very relevant. Oh, yeah. it's, I mean, it's got many ties to today and on all kinds of levels. But I mean, but it's it's utterly bizarre and and really quite addictive. Yeah, and it's uh, it it speaks to the uh, the conundrum of if you're if you're given this kind of power, how it might change you yeah. into something else. Absolutely. And then the other people that can take advantage of people like yourself who have a tremendous power. It's it's a why it's a mind f of a show. You're exactly yeah. right. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. Yes. And also the thing that just really resonated with me, Pierre, is is and we said it to Anthony uh, when we had him on the show. Imagine you're just a, a mortal, a human, a regular without the powers, and somebody with the power of a Homelander has a grudge against you. Yes. And well, the scene where, where they're trying to hide, and they're, he's flying over the buildings listening for them. Yeah. It's like, Jesus. It's, yeah. it's terrifying. Is there going to be a third season? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Because it ended, it sort of tied up a lot of things where it ended. Uh, so, I mean, you could... You know, some shows don't get renewed. You could almost see it ending there if it had to. But I'm glad that there's going to be another season. I got to imagine it's one of Hulu's hottest. It was the biggest series of uh, it's Amazon. Oh, is it Amazon, Amazon Prime? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so That's it was. Right. It was the. It's the biggest. Um, I think for last year it was the biggest, sh- the most viewed show on Amazon Prime. Yeah. If you're just wow. jumping in, it's called The Boys, and if you haven't seen it yet. Number one, it's very, very graphic, so keep that in yes, mind. Yes, not it, for kids. But it, it, it will turn the superhero genre on its ear for you. It yeah. is very Watchmen-like, but carries it to profane and uh, yep. visceral levels. A lot of exploding heads. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And they well, bring... cool. I'm glad well, you like that, I man. did. I'm Kathy happy to hear that. hasn't stopped watching it. I mean, no. I, she and I text about it every night. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, she watches Bridgerton, and then she watches that. Yeah. Boys. Well, Kathy, did you watch The Wilds? Oh, is Ooh. that good? Watch that. Yeah. Okay. What's that about? Um, it's a plane crash of like uh like teen girls. They get stuck on a yeah, desert it's, island. It's lost. like a lost vibe, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I heard it's good. Teen yeah. lost. Yeah. It is yeah. teen lost. Um, but there's some underlying tones. A couple Saved episodes, by the and lost. you kind of break into what's going on there. I don't. I can't Netflix? give anything away. Um, either Netflix or Prime. Okay. Prime. It's good. 
I'm a, not going back to any lost themes. <laughs> no, I'm still pissed off about the ending of that thing. This I know. Is definitely I agree. not that bad. Hey, right. well, listen, we need to go ahead and get the letter of the day okay. from you, sir. If you're ready, here yes. we go. Kristen and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, the President and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. E as in Ethel. All right, and we will give away 20 digital movie downloads, including 300 Beetlejuice Blade, Buddy Games, Fat Man, Full Metal Jacket, The Goonies, and Tenet, just to name a few. For the complete list, you can click on Contest at WMMR.com and get that. Something I forgot to do. It's a Tuesday. Oh! We got to give away tattoos, Pierre. Tattoos. And our winner of a $350 gift certificate from Floating World Tattoo and Piercing is Stephanie Whit yeah! from Philadelphia. Oh. Stephanie Whit from Philadelphia. She is our winner, and you are good to go. You get to. Mel's <laughs> happy. Uh, when did we do that, that chanting? You remember that thing with yes, that? Yeah. <laughs> I forget what I was Go one way. They'll be tied to. Go I'm so tied I like. All right. So, uh, <laughs> by the way, if you want to check out Floating World Tattoo and Piercing's uh, handiwork, you can go to their website, floatingworldtattoos.com, or check them out on Instagram at Floating World Tattoos, and they're located at 1729 South Street in Philadelphia. What's up on the program, Pierre? Well, we'll have No Sad Dough at uh, noon at 2. Did you do it yesterday? No. No. Okay. no. Because it was a holiday. Okay. Yes. Uh, so we will have No Sad Dough noon and 2. Uh, we will have uh, Workforce Box of the Scorpions and Shine Down. And the great uh, Robert Palmer, the late great, would have been 72 today. So uh, it's always cool to play a Workforce Block of Robert Palmer. Awesome. So nice. that'll be uh, on the board. All right. I would like to thank our sponsors, President Steve Show, brought to you today by Acme Markets, Fresh Foods, Local Flavors, also by Duncan, the official coffee of the President Steve Show. And uh, tomorrow on the program is Wednesday, so we do a little TV time, Fox Good Day, and of course we'll have more chances for you to win cash, 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 $500, no sad dough. We get to start it off. Pierre's continuing now, but we'll have it fired up once again tomorrow for you. That is it. We are done. Rage on and have a great day, and we will see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. The Preston and Steve Small Business Love You, Help You Line. Hi, this is Lynette from the Ballroom at Windsor. We are an event venue in Middletown, Delaware. Are you looking for a wedding venue to celebrate the love between you and your partner? Hey, you've come to the right place. You can visit our website at farmweddingde.com. We can't wait to get out there and celebrate the love again in 2021. Thank you. Next message. Hi, my name is Diane, and I run Gentle Swing Daycare in Wayne, PA. We currently have openings. We are proud of providing 30-plus years of child care service. Gentle Swing is a small, family-oriented facility that combines learning, playing, and lots of TLC. For more information, please call 610-688-6678. You can also check us out on Facebook at Gentle Swing Daycare. We look forward to hearing from you soon. Thanks. The Love You, Help You line. Shop local because small business needs our help. Find out more at PrestonAndSteve.com. 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Sponsored by DellAutoGroup.com, where Jack really does sell them for less.